like Casey's knee pain on a Tuesday, we're back. And how apropos, because we are back with an episode of What Are We Even Doing, where we are once again breaking the format. Shatter the format. Fist the format. Dub pin the format. Oh my god. I'm going to turn that down. Probably a good so, idea. Yeah. You may notice a wheezing, painful laugh coming from neither myself. Let's introduce, okay? First of all, I am I am uh, Damien Deschain, otherwise known as Brayden. And I am Tom, otherwise known as Tom, but also otherwise known as Christian Rose. And in some circles known as Oxnard Montalbo. Mmm. Okay. Did you One just of those things my, is a lie. Did you just steal my fucking gimmick? No. Uh, I was gonna... Alright, well... My name is Dakota, also known as Dakota. It's a completely different joke. I added Oxnard Montalbo. Well, I can't go back down to that because you already upped the ante. Oh, shit. You ruined the entire bit. Damn it. Anyways, guys, Dakota is here. Hello. So, this is a special episode. As I said, we are breaking the format. Shatter it. Break the format. Jack Hammer. I'm sorry. Thank you. Bill Goldberg style. Bill Goldberg? Yes, thank you. 173 <laughs> um, uh, we're breaking the format. We're doing something we've brought up on the podcast before. I think um, fairly recently, actually. Yeah, it's an idea that we had. I think it was the Tales of Tampa episode. You brought up the fact that we needed to do an entire episode just of stories about Casey. Correct. And that is exactly that is, what we're doing. That which is, is why my main event of the evening. And guys, Casey let's... is the main event for the first and only time ever. Uh, guys. We said we were going to bring the heat uh, via disagreement. This time, eh, eh. We're, 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 bring, we're bringing you molten fire. Uh, we're all agreeing here. Um, uh, but uh, are we doing this? Whoa. Are we going to do this, Terry? Uh, it's another unbelievably deep pull. Guys, watch Taker versus Hogan from uh, Judgment Day 02. And watch Taker's rage when Hogan completely lead asses him on a choke slam. It's abysmal. Uh, also, Hogan does a superplex in that match. I just saw a clip of it recently. On the wrong side. Oh no! Right sided, su- right sided superplex. Oh, that feels incorrect. Ooh, ooh. It is incorrect. I didn't even do it wrong when I did it. Trying to do it wrong. Also, <laughs> went... Angry Mark feels or looks like he is not pleased. <laughs> That's the way he has been grabbed. Uh, angry Mark. I love whenever he's visibly angry at something in a match. Like when he was fa- it was the Brother of Destruction versus what was it Chronic or something oh, like dude, that. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like so frustrated during the hot tag. He just screams now. That's that's dude. That that match is. Uh... Legendary. It cost uh, Chronic their their fed careers. Man. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's wild too because like evidently uh, Taker is like bros with them. Yeah. And so he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna help you guys out," and then it's just a, a unmitigated disaster. The uh, 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 Taker against Heidenreich as well. Oh another my one god. Where... Oof. <laughs> like why why was that company so angry at Taker for that run of a couple of years there? Because he was. What was it? Heidenreich, Kali, uh, <laughs> Luther Reigns, if you go back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Indian Nathan Jones over. Oh, God. Another huge swing in the miss. A-Train, which, I mean, yeah. I like A-Train. I, I do, too. Anyways. Anyway, yeah. So, um, we, are so we doing segments still? Yeah, we, we still do the undercard. Right. 
but we can't do the undercard unless... Oh, crap. Is it time? It's time to ring that bell. That was a very long bell. <laughs> was, your opening contest. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> This guy's like pl trying to play a beat on a ring bell. Um, this is gonna be un incredibly dark. Oh are, 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 oh, are we doing the same joke? Special if, uh, guest ring announcer. Um, special guest ring beller. Yeah, uh, that's ri it. Bell, ring, bell ringer. Ring, bell ringer. Bell ringer. Michael J. Fox. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> we made the same joke. <laughs> I was gonna say that much smoother, but he distracted me by like pointing at me very viscerally. I'm I'm. Befuddled and thunderstruck, ring Beller. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. I threw him uh, off. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> kind of dumb. Uh, Dakota, what wrestling have you watched recently, if any? Uh, well, you know what? I forced Brayden to sit down and watch uh, about 90 minutes of AEW Dynamite colon Blood and Guts. Oh, just yeah, this just ended. I caught uh, the end of it by the time that I got home from a long and stressful day at my job wherein I thought do I want to die no do I want other people to die perhaps anyways <laughs> what did you think of the program um it was all right yeah uh, I didn't I, I can't give an opinion on the actual blood and guts match right. because we had to leave and uh, it was buffering Santana, the oh, most I've ever seen a video buffer we were streaming in my life. The right. TNT feed was bad. Like, yeah. I'm not even kidding. Every seven seconds. They've had issues with that a couple of times. Because there was one week where, like, the whole, I think, first, like, 15 minutes of the show just didn't play on that <laughs> streaming service. All right. We're going to bury Dynamite real quick. Also, uh, hot takes here. They get it in before Alvarez. Wait, this doesn't come out until tomorrow. Right. You're right. <laughs> Oops. Um... No, there's also a weird thing with the audio. AEW has these weird issues with the audio every once in a while. Um, but this specifically, they had they had fans there, of course. Mm -hmm. They had they mic the crowd. And then the levels are off or something. Or they're, it they, sounded they like... Had, it, they had the mixing board. They had, they had the, the, the sound from the board. Okay. But they also had the sound from the, the house mics. Okay. So there's a disgusting echo on, like crowd chants. Oh, it okay, sounded okay. like you put it through the um, uh, uh, IntelliVoice voice synthesis module for the fucking ColecoVision. Like, it literally was like... <laughs> Did you understand any of that? Unfortunately, yes. I, I got that. That's... Mattel Electronics presents B-17 Bomber. Like, I, I don't know. That's, that, that's a real product. That's a real thing. That's a spot-on impression. Oh, yeah, that's wow. what that it sounded like. That is a like. spot-on impression. It's like... A competitor to the Atari 2600, like yeah, that. Now, see, Atari, that I'm right? aware of. I actually do. Coleco uh, my, television? My, my parents had an Atari when I was a wee small child, and I have a dim memory of my, I think my. I think it was my mom, because she actually was kind of into video games for a bit. I have a dim memory of her screaming at Frogger <laughs> out of <laughs> uh, just, just a, a, a level of rage that I had never seen in my mother at that point as a child. <laughs> Um, so I have to throw an, an, uh, um, a footnote here. I, I made a flub already. Hmm. The IntelliVoice voice synthesis module is for the Intellivision. 
Not the ColecoVision. Thank God. You ruined you... your own reference. No, no. Are you fucking no, still kidding works. me? Still I'm, just, works. I'm just glad that you corrected that, lest we get a flood of people storming the place with yeah. pitchforks and torches. Le- we're we're already going to get a tweet about uh, our stolen name and... Um, oh, yeah, from some fucking and, uh, who says he's training at CZW. Yeah, you can learn how to hit people with glass. Well, in that, in that case, you stole my name. Yeah. Well, Damien. Well, well, what like, did I miss here? There's some fucking jackanape who has, like, no <laughs> followers on Twitter that's like, I've been using this name of the podcast for 40 years or some horseshit. There's 60 podcasts with the same title as this one. The, he's a fucking moron, but he claims that he's training at CZW, which is him. the equivalent of, like, yeah, I'm running in space. You <laughs> may- you might be moving, but you're not making any progress, bro. Um, <laughs> I keep peeking the audio. I'm sorry in advance. Nobody cares. Uh, we peek it all the time. I'm just gonna. What, I'm just God. gonna take all of it and, and lower it when okay. I. What wrestling have you seen recently? So I watched this thing with him, and I actually do want to go and do a bit of uh, depth. With oh yeah, it talk about bit. the actual wrestling. So QT Marshall, no. Yeah. No. No. He had a match with Cody Rhodes that was. Mm, eh. Um, Cody's good. Yeah. That's about all I can say about that one. It was a um, solid match. Sure. Kenny Omega cut a promo that was, conservatively speaking, 45 minutes long. <laughs> it was so long. And it went nowhere. Mm. Um, yeah, that's basically all my thoughts. I'm not a, hu- I, I'm not a huge AEW fan. Like, I... I don't know why. I don't like any of the current wrestling, really. Like, sure. I don't know why. It's none of it is appealing to me. Um, I'm sure if I like really like sat down and like watched consistently AEW, I'd like find more things that I like about it. But like right now, it's just not my cup of tea. For me, like, like, like I've talked about this on here a lot. I really like AEW, but the more that I think about it, the more it's like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there that I genuinely do enjoy. But I think that for me, it's almost like a reverse nostalgia where I'm like, this is a different presentation of professional wrestling than we have been given for 20 fucking years. Yeah. And it's just that thing where I'm like, thank God it's not the same old shit. It would, for me, it's like if I was in a, a cell and I was fed white bread and, and, and beef every day just to keep my body alive. And then at some point they gave me, I hate oysters. I do not care for them at all. But if at some point after years of just sustaining myself on white bread and generic bland beef, they gave me (laughs) oysters, I'd be like, yeah, this is not great and disgusting, but it's not white bread and beef. Thank God that it's just some break in the monotony. Like, the stuff that I don't like about AEW, I think that, and this is not, like, good on them. I'm saying for myself personally. I think the stuff I don't like about them, I'm able to look past because of that. Yeah. Where I'm like, well, the show didn't start with a promo, and there are no impromptu title matches, and... Hold up, playa. <laughs> they, yeah, they do reference people winning and losing. Yeah. Like, the the things that I enjoy are still there. There's definitely things I don't. I de- yeah, I know that there's like definitely things that I, I enjoy about it. One thing I did want to bring up, because we kind of watched a bit of the Blood and Guts match, I mm-hmm. guess. War games, if you will. Um, the way that they do the match is the way I hated the way it, WCW did it. Submission or surrender. No pinfall. Yeah. Hate that. Um, I, I was just talking about this recently with another friend, too, and I had forgotten that that was a rule. Yeah. 
So there's I a actually top kind of like most of the NXT War Games matches. Mm-hmm. They're dumb as shit, but it's like oh, that's the car point. Crashes. Yeah, ex- exactly. I don't like a lot of the older ones at all. There's a top on the cage. I don't like that either. I get that you sound. can't do it the right, like you can't do it exactly the same. Because like you, I mean, you gotta set you gotta it apart somehow. It somehow. Yes. Yeah. Um, they have the teams on either side and not and like in the cage. What is stopping them from just fist fucking on the outside? Like, <laughs> well, the rating of the, the show. Sensors well, for one. Thing. You know what I mean, though. Like nothing is stopping them from, like, why? Ma- why match ends when Sammy. Punches the donut hole of Dax Wheeler or whatever the fuck his name is. Dax Harwood. Dax Harwood. So, it's like, I hate that because it's like, ooh, when I get in, I'm going to punch you even though I could just go around and do it now. Sure. I hate that. This oh. is also something we've talked about though where it's like people have this very intense blood feud built up and then when the bell rings, they, they tie lock up. up. And yeah. it's like, oh. like, come on, like, you you can't. I'm thinking of a specific matchup when I say this. There's a lot of them. If you that. have a lumberjack match, don't lock up. Okay. I I, sure, I mean I agree, but I'm I'm gonna I'll tell you off air. Deal. Uh. Anybody hey. Know? Um. What did I do? I'm I'm. This is a pretty long. <laughs> yeah, you had a lumberjack match. I I was a lumberjack. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did you tie up on the outside? Oh, the lumberjack. Chaining on the outside. <laughs> Honestly, better concept. That uh, would be incredible. I love a good lumberjack match, though. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I, I love being a lumberjack because I'll, like, start screaming shit for the guys in the match to do, but not, like, yay, this guy, or boo, this guy. I'll legit be like, go to the corner and put a boot up, you piece of shit. Like, just trying to call spots <laughs> for him. Um, I would just try to, like, break the person. If I knew him yeah. well enough, just try to get... Just say something oh, to get oh, him to break. Yeah. yeah. Evil. Uh, I have not watched any wrestling over the past week or more other than things that I have to watch for upcoming episodes. Which we will not spoil. Which we will not spoil. But stay tuned. I will say this, and this has next to nothing to do with this podcast, but you know what? We talked about the Fast and the Furious recently. Yeah. I may have gotten into some cans okay. and made some purchases on Amazon. Oh, no. All right. And last night, I watched back-to-back two Korean horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, Train to Busan, which I highly recommend for anyone. I've heard it's good. It's awesome. And it's good enough that you don't need to read the subtitles on it. Like, you don't even need to understand the dialogue. You could legitimately just watch that movie and follow it and get it. It's really fucking good. The other one I watched was called The Wailing. That's W-I-L. As in like, ah! Not like, yeah. Avast you matey. Or, that's, pir- <laughs> that's pirates. That's pirates. Uh, anyways, Darcy Moby, Blows. Moby that's Dick. what I was looking for. There Moby Dick. Um, the Wailing is incredible. Okay. Uh, it's been compared to The Exorcist, which now that I've watched it, I agree. Okay. It is very long. It is a slow burn. The last hour of it is, I would call, wholesale disturbing. It is, and and it gets more fucked as it goes on. Is it as slow a burn as that uh, crocodile joke? 
slower. <laughs> okay. Oh my That's an God. alligator, you ass. Oh, whatever. It doesn't Fucking... matter. No, you racist. They all look the same what to you. What the <laughs> hell? What the hell? Our alligator and crocodile audience right now are livid. Uh, okay. So you've been talking to Graham Bell? <laughs> <laughs> we worked hard to get those listeners in Florida. God. Uh, hey, Dakota, you're still here. We, like, I contributed to this. But, Hello. But no, The Wailing, um, highly recommend. Great movie. Beautiful shit. Uh... Okay, so we gotta get this main event. Yeah, well, I mean, is it a main event? <laughs> By default, it's going okay. on last. <laughs> Special okay. main event, like WCW Houston 2 with, uh, with the Kiss Demon. Yes, it's like yes. It's third on the card, but it's a special main event. They, they contractually had to have the Kiss Demon in a main event, so they just had him in. Who is he? Do you even know who he was with? Uh, oh, oh, let's just say it was Norman Smiley for the sake of argument. One of the misfits? I don't know. We'll go with WCW that. WCW is fucking weird. They, they straight up were just like, yeah, our first main event of the evening just to contractually obligate Kiss. Oh my. Okay. Not that Gene Simmons money. So, anyways, so this is the special main event. This, yes, this is the special main event. <laughs> we, we should just tack, some, tack something onto the end of this episode, like... 40 minutes of someone reading a phone book just so that Casey <laughs> never actually goes on last. Uh, however, I'm going to give the floor to you guys in just a moment, but I want to preface something very quickly. We're going to get this out of the way. Casey, if you don't know who Casey is, just look up like Moondog Bernard on any whatever the fuck social media, right? That's who we're talking about when we talk about Casey. And here's the thing. we have to, I have to put this disclaimer here first before we get into the meat and or the potatoes of this. Pete and potatoes. Casey is a genuinely good human being. Correct. He is a nicer person than all of us combined could ever try to be. And I, I'm being... I'm not even being facetious. Like no, he is, yeah. He is the, probably the nicest person I have ever met in my life. He is... Very dedicated. He's very loyal. He works very hard at the shit that he does. He makes a lot of sacrifices for wrestling. Maybe not the best ones, but yeah. Like, let's just get that out of the way. Casey is a genuinely yes. good and nice person, and quite frankly, we should not do what we're about to do, <laughs> but we're gonna do it. Uh, <laughs> this feels so, like a bad idea from like a career standpoint. Like, I straight up. I looked at you, I'm like, so we're just going to roast Casey for an hour? Well, here's the thing, though. It's not quite a roast, because I think that what we're going to do here is not, like... Like, if it's true, you know what I mean? Like, we're legit just going to tell stories about Casey, things that he has done and said. Yeah. (laughs) The the thing I said at the top of the episode, where he says his knees only hurt on Tuesdays, that's a real thing. Correct. That's a a direct quote. I, in fact... I just want to make sure that everyone here knows... Casey is a good dude, and he, if this he, does sound malicious, it's not entirely meant to be. He drove around Raymond James Stadium for forty-five minutes for you. Sure did, and I and felt like, I felt legitimately yeah. bad about that and apologized but like, profusely. But anyway, like drop drop of a dime, he'll be there to get wherever we, you need a, him. I, I'm not kidding. I could fees. We're not going to do this because I think <laughs> I deleted his number out of my phone. We could call Casey right now and be like, "Yo, man." I'm stranded in Geneseo, I need help, and he would be on his way yeah. within five minutes. He, yeah, he'd texting you along the way, Hey, I'm yep. only 20 miles out, boss! <laughs> the countdown is on. That's my everyone impression. Up, everyone off their phones and working. Got it. Got it. So, okay, so let's, let's get All to the All of that event, to say. You know what? 
you you kind of broached one early on about the knee pain. Yes, I do want to tell this. So I you told me that he said this, mm-hmm. and I don't remember exactly what the context is behind that. Is okay, there so anything? You do any you, and then I'll fill in the context. Well, Tarantino. So basically, okay. give me the ending. All right. Yeah. So you tell me this, and within the next four days is the Dreamwave reunion show. Okay. And um, so. Casey gets there. We just we set up the ring. I'm helping out with ring crew for sure. that. Um, we set up the ring. Casey gets there. We're all just hanging out or whatever. Casey says something about, oh, man, my knee hurts. I'm like, Casey, it's not Tuesday. And he looked at me like I went, Casey, I'm Clint Eastwood. <laughs> he did not understand what I meant. And I was like, I thought your knees only hurt on Tuesday. And, like, he genuinely had no clue what I was talking about. <laughs> so, Casey once said, in reference to taking a girl out on a date, which sounds impossible, oh, man. that he wanted to go to the movies on Tuesday. And I, I go, is that because movie tickets are cheaper on Tuesdays? And he goes, well, no, because it's just a date where you sit down and my knees hurt on Tuesdays. What? So I'm like... Still even, like, what? It makes... It, it, there's going to be so many recurring themes in these stories, and one of them is that the more you think about it, the less sense it makes. <laughs> you could have just said yes. Easily. Well, I, I'll bet anything in the world that's why. Which is fine. Lots of people go to the movies on Tuesdays because it's cheap. Who gives a shit? Nope, Anyways. his knees his knees hurt. You know what? You also sit down at a restaurant, by or the way. Or anything! In a park? <laughs> if you want to save money, you can sit down in a park? Or just... And in life, like, oh my God, Dakota, you got one that you can give us real quick. We're not going to have like a very uh, clear defined structure here. It's no, just gonna be, no. Let's go. This might be our longest episode. It I'm could. Not, it I, has the potential to be. The, uh, it hopefully will not break what's called the Star Wars threshold, where it's longer than the Star Wars movies. What is how, how long is that? I think I think they're all like two and a half hours, aren't they? I've never seen them. About yeah, they're they're uh, right right about two two. Our hours. longest yeah. episode is Extreme Rules 09 with Connor. It was one hour fifty four minutes. Well, we're twenty two minutes in now. Let's let's just not look at that clock for a bit. Dakota, right. give us some Casey. Uh, all right, I've got a couple here. Um, let's do a quick one. Pick one that's like leave your main event for the last one. Like, your best Casey story, leave that last. All right, This is like a weird card game. I I guess. (laughs) Save your best plays for last. Anyone got a knee pain story? (laughs) You were playing Go Fish. (laughs) I've got front pump on it. Never mind. (laughs) I got front pump. Front pump. (laughs) What are you... Front pumping? What are you talking about? Front bump on a clothesline. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, take a breath, take a breath. Oh my god, all I right. can't believe I said that. Oh, all right, this this will be a quick one. This is, <laughs> this is how, and I, I don't think I'm being facetious here because I looked for this episode and I can't find a trace of this company. So, this is the story of how Casey and I killed a promotion. Okay, what? <laughs> you have my attention, sir. Oh, boy. Well, we killed a town at the very least. <laughs> um, so I, 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 I looked it up. This is oh, probably five or six months into like me starting wrestling. I'm green okay. as shit. <laughs> Greener than goose shit. So this is 2018. This is 2017. Uh, late 2017. Okay. 
ish. Okay. Um, in Shelbyville, Indiana, I know for a at. promotion that I can't find anymore. Do you know the name of it? All Star Pro Wrestling. I looked. Ooh, it, I okay. looked it up. There, there's. A, there's say, a that, lot that, of All Star Pro Wrestling. An unfortunately generic there's, name. Yeah, there's one in Oklahoma City. There's one in like Shelbyville, Indiana. There's one in like Georgia. Well, there was. There was. Yeah. yeah. There's. I, there's one less now. <laughs> cleaning up things, one ASPW at a time. <laughs> so, all right, we get there. It's a car load. I think it's me. It's it's me, Bailey, Bright, uh, Herrick, and Casey. Hell of a crew, but okay, go yeah. on. Yeah. We all train together. We're all... Mm. Not Casey. Casey it has been doing this for... I'm going to bring that up. Don't worry. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that. He's, he's been doing this a while, guys. I mean, just think. <laughs> you broke me. Yeah. I had to. Uh, all right. So... <clears throat> Alright, I'm like four months into the business, so I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Sure. <laughs> Promoter says, hey, it's going to be uh, you and Moondog. Okay. Moondog over. <laughs> Six minutes, easy. I'm like, alright, what are we doing, Mr. Moondog? Which was my first mistake. Why would you say that? Because I'm four months in and I don't Correct. know what I'm doing. Correct. Okay. He, that is the best answer to that question. <laughs> so, <All right. laughs> I have... Because I... You you taught me Tom trained me, if you guys couldn't guess. I'm one right. of the, one of them Zawa boys. Um I, you it, it's you I put together a match with and mm. like three other people at this point. Sure. So it's all on Casey. Right. <laughs> I have to trust him, he's the vet. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I can I see it on Tom's face, this is just going downhill more and more. Oh, it goes downhill. I can't remember a spot from that match. I've, I've blocked out most of that. I think, <laughs> if I remember correctly, when you first told me about this, didn't Casey hit you right in the nose with a clothesline? I was, yeah, I was gonna get to that. <laughs> I, like, I, I like that it was so bad that you've, like, physically blocked it out. Like, this is your Vietnam, like, you're tossing and turning in the night. Yeah. Do a... Why are we here? Uh, do, is do it just a, to suffer? Do a, a completely strict form crunch in the middle of the night, just soaked in sweat, <laughs> lightning strikes on the outside, illuminating half your face, just go, he hit me in the face with a clothesline. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and then uh, that White Rabbit song, Or Fortunate Son, starts to play. <laughs> Some folks were born, made to be new dogs. <laughs> Also, if we talk about Moondog on here, it's because Casey has worked under the name Moondog Bernard for what seems like too long. Yeah. Um, longer than I've been wrestling. Longer than some have lived. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so you're at the show, you're trying to put this match together, but you're not trying to, you're, you're just I'm, putting it in his hands. Yes, I'm letting Casey put this together. So okay. how does this go? Or is he like, he's, so what do you do? He, he's <laughs> kind of, he asks you what I'm, I, I, and of course I have to stop and think, because I'm like, again, four months in. I'm sure. brand new. So I'm like, uh, uh, my shine, I do a uh, arm drag and a hip toss and a elbow <laughs> or something. It's, sure. It's, I'm just putting basic shit together. Right. Um, and like I said, it was like six, six to eight or whatever. Right. They gave us enough time for Casey to theoretically look good for me to bump and, you know, get right. a little ring time. Um, what happened, like I said, I, <laughs> I can't think of specific spots except there's a point 
where I hit the ropes, come back, I'm supposed to duck, I don't, Casey, big clothesline, yep. just as you, as you should, right. swings through, clobbers me right in the nose. Right. <laughs> I go down, I'm like, ah, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is the first time I've sworn in the ring, right. by the way. Sworn. I try not to, I try to keep it PG. I've only sworn... Sworn. Swore. I only swore. I swore. Sweared? <laughs> swore. I only cursed, <laughs> like, two times in a ring, and it was it was both on adult shows so far. Good. But anyway, that's a side point. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I called Burn a piece of shit in a family show once. <laughs> we were brawling. Oh, was that the TLC? <laughs> that was... Uh, no, that was the... No, it was the uh, False Guy Anywhere match. The one before oh, the okay. TLC. Okay. Um, I go to tackle him out of the ring, and I go, You piece of shit! <laughs> Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Back to the story. Yeah. Casey clobbers me. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> popped in the nose. Now he's trying to pick me up. He's picking me up. He's trying to salvage this. I'm right. trying to fight through. Um, it's a shit show. He hits a half-assed bullock bomb and wins. Uh, um, I don't know at this now, point. Now if I you're... didn't get up forward, he just... <laughs> Didn't, but... No, no. <laughs> he just didn't. In your honest opinion, was it bad? The, what, the match. The, the mat- yes, yes. Okay, okay, It was... And it was, again, because I'm so new, so sure. I don't have the in-betweens. Right, like the right. spots. It's spot, and I'm laying there. Oh, all right, back up. Spot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, the psychology isn't super in. So are you... So you referenced the bullock bomb... Which, by the way, the whole time I've been listening to you, but like in the in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, how? Where am I going to start with this? Because I've known Casey for an entirely too long amount of time. Yeah, and it's a thing where I'm like, no disrespect to you guys and your dealings with him. I've got some doozies. Oh yeah, I'm sure so, you do. So I'm sitting here. I was like, well, what's a good introduction to this? Even for the people that are listening, they're like, why are they talking about this fucking mook? Um, <laughs> Are you guys aware of the the joke of the bullock bomb? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay, so this was a long time ago. Uh, Casey used to do a lot of traveling with a friend of the show, Matt Cage. Okay. And Cage would have to basically fight to get Casey booked places because Cage would be on shows and be like, well, hey, this guy's driving the car, you know, and whoever else was with him. And it's usually like Mar- uh, Marcus Crane... Matt Cage, maybe somebody else, and then and then Casey. So, like, Cage and Crane would be booked, and he'd have to be like, hey, you know, Casey's driving us there. He's got gear, you know, this, that, and the other. Can you find a spot for him on the show? And most places would be like, yeah, we'll find, you know, pre-show, we'll f- put him on the card, you know, something, right? Yeah. Which is totally fine. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happens all the time. Happens yep. even still. So this one time, uh, they get to a show, and they were like, we're not using him. <laughs> Just like... We're not doing it. We're not putting him on the card. We we won't. And Cage, who was a champion for this promotion, by the way, at the time, was like, I will work twice. Let me open the show, have a match with, with Casey, just to get him some experience, you know, just to help the guy out, and then he'd do his whatever announced main event title match was. So they're like, fine. So they added this match to, to be the open. So a special main event, you say? In essence, yeah, at the start of the card, um, <laughs> revolutionary. <laughs> Gotta start hot. So basically, the match was structured because Cage is the top guy in this promotion, and Casey is 
literally being thrown on as a favor. So they, you know, in the context of wrestling, they wouldn't have a competitive back and forth match, right? This it would not make sense. Oh yeah, Cage should, in all honesty, cr- just crush run him. through him. Yeah, just, like yeah. like imagine if they put Monsoor versus Bob Lash on Raw. It's like, well, we know what this is going to be, right? Yeah. So if you can imagine, Casey had to get his shit in and like was just Mansoor. like demanding. I do too. Um, demanding to get his shit in, you know, whatever. And C- Cage had to like shut him down and everything. And Casey wanted to do the Bullet Bomb. For those of you listening who don't know, the Bullet Bomb is basically the end of John Cena's comeback. It's a half-ass blue thunder bomb. Pick a guy up in ability to back position, and then you just kind of shit him down. <laughs> and- <laughs> I think Sami Zayn's finish, not the Huluva, the. Yeah, that's a blue thunder. But, blue thunder bomb. Yeah, 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 but yeah. way lamer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, Love Cage Cage shuts Cage shuts it down. It's like, no, we're not doing it. So they had a spot planned for the end of the match, and it was something where, <laughs> however, however it would happen, there's some sort of shenanigans, and they end up face to face. Cage would kick Casey in the gut, and I think give him like a DDT, and that would be the finish. I, I, can't, I can't quite remember what the actual finish here was going to be. But the sequence is, we are looking directly at each other, kick, I hit you with my finish. What happened was, they get in the ring, they do the match, and when they come time to that spot, they're looking at each other, and Casey kicks Cage in the gut, and grabs him and just gives him the bullock bomb. <laughs> Which is Casey's finish. Goes for the cover. Cage, Cage obviously kicks out. Is now angry. Stiffs him on something. Hits the actual finish. Pins him. So I want to stress this, by the way. The audible that Casey called involved him burying his own move. I'm in the back. They come to the back. And I'm like, I didn't know the actual like backstory behind yeah. like, Cage saying no until like later. I come to the back, and it's, well, hey, Matt, what'd you think? How'd I do? And Cage is like, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? What was the deal with the bullet bomb? I told you no to that. And he just goes, Cage, you were feeding for it. He goes, I was just standing there. (laughs) So. (laughs) So. (laughs) For. (laughs) I've destroyed him. So for. For years. And we are now going to bring this joke back, by the way. Okay, good. We're going to bring this joke back. For years, the joke was that no matter where you are or what you're doing, you're feeding for the bullet bomb. (laughs) This got so over that at one point... And to, and to date the, the time of this incident, this is when, like, Chuck Norris jokes were still kind of a thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, this was forever ago. Wow. Somebody, a lifetime ago? Y- yeah. Somebody actually made the joke of Chuck Norris feeds for the bullet bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's just that, that, that was, for me, that was one of the first running gags with Casey. And, like, he'll have those running gags and they'll last for a long time before some other new atrocity happens to eclipse the previous one. But, yeah. Oh, man. Um. Feed for the bullock bomb, me moron. <laughs> You're always feeding for the bullock bomb. Feed for the bullock bomb. What are you doing? <laughs> yes! I'm taking the bullock bomb. Take it away. <laughs> Take the bullock bomb. What are you doing? Make the bullock bomb come out of the shower. <laughs> 
So, what do you think? I, by <laughs> the way, I sincerely hope if you're listening to this, this is not your first episode that you've ever listened to because this is going to sound like unintelligible gibberish. This is animal talk. <laughs> Three insane men. It's <laughs> just talking about what may be a mythological person. What are you feeding for? Bullock bomb? I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brayden, you got to... You got another one for us? Let's keep this train rolling. Just, hold on real quick. Okay. I, I just one last spot I got to hit for okay, my okay. story. So, Casey pins me. We go to the back. Uh-huh. I'm dejected. Sure. Casey's like, well, that could have gone better or something. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yeah. What? One, that is funny, but two, I'm laughing that in that moment, your impersonation of Casey had an inexplicable Alabama accent. <laughs> well, that could have gone better. Yeah, I, I can't. Well, that could have gone better. That's not, that... that's not what he sounds like. I hear... I'm not good at impressions. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just, he's Alabama man. He's drunk. He's mad. He's Do a Nebraskan accent. Yeah. Oh. What do people from Nebraska sound like? Oh, Hi, I'm Jason Strife. <laughs> hey, uh, my name is Connor, and this is my audition to be someone from Nebraska. Hey, I'm Jason Strife, so just let me know. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Uh, um, the promoter came back at one point, he's like, Guys, what the hell was that? No! What was Casey's response to that? <laughs> I cannot, I cannot wait for, like, after... I have no defense. I'm four months in. I'm like, right. I, I don't know. I got lost. I'm sorry. Sure. I'm... You, like... I cannot wait, by the way, to just hear about Dakota's PTSD resurgence after having to relive this hellscape that he went through. Guys, what the fuck was that? Someone's gonna bring oh, me up for a awful. back suplex. I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Brayden, give us another one. So I'm I'm really struggling with which one to give give you because I got really a really good one that I want to save for later. Is it time for the five on five at Happy Spot story? Oh, that was gonna be my other one. We do you think that's it's time for that? Real quick, the Happy Spot friend of the show maybe, uh, but definitely friend of Zao Alive. We run yes. shows there all the time in the town of Deer Grove, Illinois. Pop in and have some chicken, y'all. Uh, <laughs> the closest thing to an ad we've ever done. Give me some money, Happies. Uh, Happies. <laughs> um, that's the only other one I can think of right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right, we'll we'll do it. So I'm sit. I'm in the ring. I'm refing. So I'm feeding for the bullock bomb. Mm. And um. <laughs> So I'll, this is a five-on-five... Five. tag-team this. Yeah. I, was, I was in the match. You were in, in the match. match. Oh, so you two were feeding for the Bullock Bomb. Yeah. Regardless we were of all, whether or not you... We were, were all there. feeding for right. the Bullock and Bomb. We're, we're all the, feeding right now. Everyone if, standing in a line in the back waiting for the queue. We're all feeding for the Bullock Bomb. All of you listening to this while you're taking a shit or doing your laundry or whatever? Feeding for the Bullock Bomb. <laughs> I, I never go a waking moment without feeding for the Bullock Bomb. Worrying for my life. Is he going to hit it today? I watched Shaking. almost six hours of Korean horror movies last night, and the entire time, not only was I afraid of the zombies and demons on the screen, but the bullock bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you were feeding for the bullock bomb. I was standing there. <laughs> That's the most incredible. So, this. Okay, um, five on five. This is a five Happy on spot. five. This is uh, the Soured Saints. Okay. 
Yeah. Let's go with um, that. Connor well, Hopkins, okay. uh, Solomon Tupu, Solomon Tupu, uh, Augustus James, Draven, Augustus Draven, James Thomas, James Tom, prime time James Thomas, correct, and uh, Connor, Ashton Sowers. Did we say Co- okay, yeah, Ashton Sowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, versus uh, uh, Pregel, you, um, Bailey, Herrick, and Casey Berna. It was Berna. Oh, face Berna? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, by the way, I'm going to try to remember this because I'm going to see Zishi a lot this weekend. I'm going to smack the shit out of him for ever allowing this match to happen. Your phone went off. There it Continuity is. reigns supreme. We did it. All right. Continue. By the way, we mentioned oh, Berna. We did. Chuck Palumbo. Oh, no. Son of a bitch, he got it in. All right. So, um, it's this, right? This, fun fact, um... This is a match where I technically flubbed up a pin, but I will maintain I will go to my grave on this. Herrick kicked out before three. All right. So it's a shoot, brother. What are you saying, uh, man? He, I, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, so uh, we're having the match. At some point, there's going to be a double down that uh, is a cue for the rest of the Sour Tanks who have been eliminated. It comes down to Bailey and Connor, so they're going right, to have a double right. down for the rest of the, the heels. Okay, I out. do remember this now, because this was an outdoor show. Yes. yes. Okay, yes. for some reason, I thought we were still like, okay, okay, okay. No, we were yeah, out by we're, the court. We're, we're, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So they come out, that's their cue to come down. They, when the referee, when me, when right. I reach eight is when they were going to do it. Correct. Right? That was the cue that we had all agreed on. So... Right before that double down, they do something or whatever, and they're both down, but still, like, getting up. They're not, like, on the cell. They're both down. They're getting up sort of like that. Casey's in the back, and all he knows is that the cue is a double down. And he sees this, and he goes... Double down, double down, go, go, go! <laughs> like, like he's, again, in, there's a lot of Vietnam references here. Like, he's in the chopper telling them. Yeah. Get out, go, go, Charlie's in the trees. So the they're going. Go, go, they're go. going. They're going out, all of them. Right. And at this point, they're, they're up. Connor and Bailey right. are up because it's not the thing yet. Sure. And they're all, like, surrounding the ring, and I'm like, there's... I can't... I physically can't be in enough places at once. And I'm <laughs> right. like, no, no. They get in. Bailey... They, Bailey's, like, punching them off, which right. doesn't... It's... it's Sure. Whatever. So he's punching them off, and, and he's yeah. like... The whole time he's like, dude, not fucking yet. Like, right. He's yelling. He's mad. Beans. Not fucking yet. So I do then they get out of the ring, and I get them out of the ring. Right. And then they do the thing, and then the rest of the match happens. But, they, they, like, okay, maybe I'm conflating with something else, but, like, Connor and Bailey go for, like, another, like, six minutes or something, don't they, before the actual cue? I think it was... All right, you, so you go ahead. I had... All right, so I was, like, I was part of this match. I had the timing down for this. Okay. Because I think this, I think Bailey and I were tagging at this point. Yeah, definitely. So, he, of course, he to talk to me. I'll, I'll, lead, I'll lead the troops out. Right. Um, I had it was there was and I think Bailey mentioned it too. There was a one double down, and then it's like there's like a minute, and then the other double down where sure. the actual cue is. Right. Yeah. It's the longest goddamn minute of my life. I'm, I'm <laughs> Casey sends it out on that first double down. I look at him like Casey, no, it's I got this. He sent oh, it. They're going no. out. I'm like. God damn it, Casey, not yet! But it's, but it's too late. But yeah, at that yeah, point, they're they, 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 they they the around yeah. the corner. Here's the they're thing, though. The out. thing that like perplexes me the most about this, Dakota is in this match. Yes. I'm Casey is not. Oh, yeah. Casey is not in this match. Which leads to... 
Okay, the, okay. Yep. One of my favorite Tyler Briegel quotes of all time. Casey just fucked up a match he wasn't even in. Yep. <laughs> it's so good. Basically, everything is solved. It, it, it ended up working out all right. Uh, we're at the part where Tom leaves and pretends like I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Way to call microphone. him out immediately. Yeah. Well, we opened the curtain here. I'm going to steal the seat in that case. Okay. Um, I had the timing down, goddammit. Yeah. So, I knew the spot. It was There was one double down, and then there's like... I was told the cue was when out of a super kick and like out of a it was like a zigzag and then I was told that um, it was uh, uh, when I reach eight. Out of my chair. I was told that it was when it was gonna be when I reach eight. In the first one, they didn't even get to five. Oh my god, no! <laughs> I you might have started the count. And I was Casey I was, was like yeah. double down, double down, go go go. I was I was starting I the count as a technicality at that point. Even though it wasn't supposed to be like adult, they were still moving. Thank you. Um, but like, yeah, it just it ended up working out all right. But that that Casey quote, or sorry, that Ted Tyler quote, Priegel quote yeah. is supreme. Agreed. You got one for us? Top tier. Um, no, that was gonna be my other one. Okay, I've only got. A, that was the only. I don't have anything substantial. It's like, uh, I don't know. I I. I Went into the locker room an hour and a half early, and I saw Casey getting changed. That's don't do fun. that. No, no. Uh. <laughs> okay, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I think he was making a reference to the fact that Casey gets uh, um, dressed yeah, yeah. unreasonably Which, early. Okay, I'll, I'll jump off of that. So at one point, you think I'm talk about his hog? No, just don't talk about anything that involves him and nudity. Uh. So at one point when Casey was doing stuff for Dreamwave, which by the way I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, I'm, I'm gonna do a twofer here if I can. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a soft one, and then I'm gonna do pot. an erect one. Y- yes, we're <laughs> gonna go with that. My the, my hog will go from from down to up. So at one point Casey was routinely doing pre-show matches for Dreamwave. Okay. It was, was basically just like, well, he's here, or whatever, and he was having pre-show matches. He was convinced at one point, and like Dreamwave ran on a very strict schedule. Like there's a lot of indie indie shows, and I understand it, even though if I don't like it, where okay, bell time seven o'clock. Well, then seven o'clock hits, and you still have a line of people coming through the building, so you don't want to start the show yet. This sucks. I hate it. It's it's a sign of you know whatever. Dreamwave was not like that. Like that. You know, 7 o'clock, that show's starting, right? Yeah. So the pre-show would always strictly go on at 6.40. Mm -hmm. So then you would have 10 minutes from curtain to curtain, pre-show match, and then you have 10 minutes of people filing in, and then the show starts. Casey adamantly wanted us to open the doors and start the pre-show earlier. And when asked why, he said, well, because people are coming in and the match is already going on. And I'm like, wait, and we're like, yeah, but, but they're not coming to see the pre-show. They they don't even know who's on the pre-show. It's not advertised. A lot of times it's not even finalized until shit, sometimes 20 minutes before it starts. Yeah. But like, if we opened the door, if we started the pre-show sooner, people would show up sooner. And I go, no, they won't. The show's not until seven. 
So then this became a running gag, too, of like, well, we have to start the pre-show at 2 in the afternoon so that people will actually come into the fucking building. <laughs> um, now. Hang on. <laughs> now. This <laughs> next one, this might be... I, I've been angry at this man before, but this okay. is this is a top three. I'm I'm furious. Oh, which one is this? Yeah, I don't think you even know this one. So, for a bit in in Dreamwave, there was uh, the team of Helter Skelter, my okay. dear friends Marcus Crane and Alex Castle. In trying to find an idea for Casey, I pitched. Uh, have Have you guys ever even seen or heard of the show uh, uh, Wilford that was on FX, where it's basically like. Everyone sees this dog as a dog, but Elijah Wood's character sees uh, yes. a man in a dog suit. I've seen it. Okay. okay. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and he talks to it. So it's like this weird thing where everyone on Earth is like, yeah, that's a dog. Where are you talking to? And he sees a man in a dog suit who speaks to him. Okay. I wanted to do a gimmick with Casey loosely based on this, but the idea was going to be that everyone in the world saw a dog except for Alex Castle, who saw Casey. Because I wanted to basically be like, I want to make my friend have to go insane on camera. <laughs> I wanted, like, I just wanted so much to see Marcus Crane petting Casey and being like, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? And then pan over to Castle screaming, that is a man! Uh, <laughs> so, the gimmick here is that Casey is a dog. Yes. And he was Moondog Bernard. I can't stress this enough. He was already doing this. So is a Moondog a breed of dog? No, it's not. Which, by the way, small side tangent, one of my favorite quotes that I ever said was watching a Casey match and I'm standing there with Stumpy and I go, Kate, but what is a Moondog? Or what is Casey? And Stumpy goes, he's a Moondog. And I go, yeah, there are no dogs on the moon. <laughs> and <if they're... laughs> so anyways, uh, the problem with this, the only one of the only issues with this gimmick or whatever in this quote-unquote trio, none of them live by each other. Okay. So if we were going to ever film promos, it was very difficult because the, like everyone's hundreds of miles away. So I was at a show in Chicago one time, and Marcus Crane was there, and Casey was there. And I'm like, hey, man, two out of three ain't bad, right? So I'm like, hey, let's film a promo with you two. It's a very generic promo where Crane does all the talking, and at the end, Casey, all you got to do is bark because he's a dog. Okay. We do take one, and Marcus cuts... A fine enough promo is basically like, me and my brother Alex, we're going to beat up so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that right? Hashtag the moon dog. And he just goes, yeah. And I go, cut. <laughs> and I go, we got to do it again. And what? and Casey's like, huh? And I go, Casey, what what the fuck was that? You sound like the Tasmanian devil from Looney Tunes. You're, you're a dog. Do a dog noise. And he just goes, oh, okay. <laughs> we do it again. We do it again. I'm already baffled. Crane cuts, in essence, the same promo, which is, again, totally fine, and Casey goes, yeah! I go, cut. I go, don't... You, you can't talk. Dogs don't talk. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, Casey, we're gonna do this a third time. I just need you to bark. Bow wow, whatever, okay? Got it. Fucked it up a third time. He, again, was trying to do this, like, like uh, I, I make a moon dog noise. This is the third time. On the fourth one, before we did the fourth one, I go, Casey. I swear to God, if you cannot do a dog noise, which is confounding to me at least, 
Just say the words because it will be funny. Just say the words bow wow, bark bark, or rough. And folks, he fucked it up a fourth time. And at this point, myself, Crane, and everyone else said, fuck it, delete it, we're just not going to do the promo. And this pile of fuck had the nerve to be upset that we scrapped the entire thing. What did he what did he do the fourth time? It was a, it was more of the same shit where he was trying to sweep, ah! it, like almost like Captain Caveman or some bull like I was like you can't speak. And I I, I was screaming. Ah! I was so angry. I something like that. I even asked him at one point. I go, "Have you ever seen or dealt with or even been near a dog in your life? Do you know what a dog is?" Have you any concept of a dog? And he was like, well, yeah. And I was like, then just do that. Well, Tom, maybe that's just how moon dogs bark. There are no dogs on the moon. Also, the moon dogs were a tag team in the 80s. They were in the Fed. They were job guys. They looked like the hooligans. They worked in fucking bib overalls. They had long, shitty hair and shitty beards. <laughs> and that was it. And I don't know why. By the way, Casey's not the only moon dog. No, oh, there's, I know. There's, there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot. flood of them. And there's like Moondog Spot, Moondog Pondo Rex, Moondog Pondo? Maybe that's all the same fucking guy and he just moves to different dog names after he's exhausted his options. Like, the, the thing what? that pisses me off about it though is it's like this is an option for guys who are shitty wrestlers. They can just be like, well, I'll just be a Moondog. That makes it okay. No, man. You can't just be like, well, uh, I move very slowly in the ring so I'm just going to be an Undertaker. You don't get to do that. <laughs> You can't do that. It's, it, it's figure a, out what you do. You had all summer to figure it out. Don't <laughs> talk. Dogs' mouths don't move. Look, <laughs> it looks fake on the thing. It, dude, like, I'll be honest, there's been times where I've been mad, but that was one where I was like, I swear to Christ, if you're doing this intentionally to fuck with me, I'm going to cut off your toes. <laughs> you, uh, wow, that's a good one. Um... I've not been thinking of other ones. I think I might have to go to my main event, which is my best Casey story. Do it. So, we're doing a show in Prophetstown um, at the rec center. So we're in that gym. Where half of the gym is our locker room. Sweet. Right. And the other half is the venue. Um, we have bleachers set up and all that stuff. It's I like running there. Yeah. Um, so... Devin is taking tickets at the front, so I'm the only other ref to do the pre-show. Meanwhile, I'm also scheduled to do the opening match, which is going to be um, Dan versus Stumpy. Dan has not showed up yet. Shown right. up yet. Um, so I go out there not knowing if Dan is even going to be there. I don't even remember what the pre-show match was. Doesn't matter. It doesn't. Um... But anyway, one, two, three, that happens. I rush to the back, and I get to the back, and I'm like, is Dan here? And Stump's like, nope, it's going to be me versus Casey. The finish is, um, he's going to choke me with his wrist tape, and uh, count of five, that's it. I'm like, okay, sweet, solid. Easy, squeezy, disqualification. Exactly. Brawl to the DQ, man. So, um, they're doing this match, which is essentially five to seven unrelenting minutes of Casey getting the shit beat out of him. There and it and it's not stopping. Like he's yeah, whatever. Okay, okay. Oh shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um 
so that's that's happening, and I'm waiting for this uh, um, wrist tape thing to happen or whatever. So eventually, uh, Casey, going back to him having to get his shit in, just start. He's fighting back, or whatever. Stumpy misses the splash. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the corner. Uh, Casey hits a couple European lower cuts. Yep. Um, thank, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I have to give credit to Tom for that one. Because it's so good. That was one of my best jokes at the actual roast of Casey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, what a night. Yeah, so great time. That should have been filmed. That. Sorry to interrupt. The no, roast of Casey, that shit should have been filmed on 4K. Yeah. It would have made Zawa the most profitable wrestling promotion on Earth. <laughs> or any other planet. Alright, go on. Where they have moon dogs on that on the Goddamn right. Casey has to be moon. an alien. Dude, I, I, I have a theory that he's some sort of uh an eternal. Where in <laughs> uh, where in all the multiverses, in all the worlds, he is the the constant. He just <laughs> exists through all planes of existence. So in every single alternate universe, everything, everything is different. In infinite possibilities. Except for Casey. <laughs> There's always Casey. He is yeah. he is the constant. Um Scientist baffled by man's ability to fuck up every time. <laughs> Alright, go on. So, um, anyway, so, so he, he, he misses, the, misses the deal in the corner. Yep. So he's selling into the buckles. Yep. So shitty uppercuts follow. Actually, I, I missed a detail. So Stump misses the splash and he's feeding, waiting for the wrist tape. He's waiting for the wrist right, tape. Right. This to, is, to, this like, is the finish. This is the finish. Right. He's feeding, right? So he's like backing now, up. Now, what was he feeding for? He was feeding for the bullet bomb. Okay. No, that's not true. He was feeding for the for the. He's waiting for Casey. He's literally leaning back and slowly walking backwards, waiting for the fucking wrist tape. Uh huh. Because the whole idea now, this is. Sounds like he's feeding for a bullet bomb. It, well, just you wait. So full disclosure, if you're not familiar, Casey ain't strong in ring at all, and Stump is north of four bills. So shoot. So four hundred and twenty pounds. That's here's big the deal. Boy. Here's the deal. So the idea behind the match was going to be Casey is is going to die if he doesn't cheat to end this match. That's the story. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, right, right. He's been he pummeled ha- to a yes. degree where this character has to do something dastardly to In order just win to and just survive. survive. Right, yes. okay, okay. So he's waiting... Stumpy's waiting, and I'm like watching this. I'm like, this is the wrist tape. I don't know the match, and I know that this is what he's feeding for. <laughs> this is also... Okay... This is a, 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 a compliment to you, but a scathing indictment on the Moondog as well. That you, with no inf- none of that information, and just from the point of view of the referee, are able to be like, oh, this is the story that we're telling here. Yeah. And Casey has, I can only assume, betrayed this tale. <laughs> this is what happens. Okay. Casey is in one corner. Uh-huh. He moves from the splash, goes to the opposite corner. Okay. Stumpy is feeding for uh-huh. this fucking choke, and they slowly... <laughs> Stumpy slowly stumbles backwards Uh at the same time that Casey slowly walks forward (laughs) and they meet in the middle Casey turns him around European lower cut (laughs) another one gets him back to the corner and I hear him say I'm like leaning it because I'm like what's going on right Right. now because I can tell by anyone can tell that that's not what was supposed to happen because that was just awkward now recovery because you've got that awkward moment where Stump is like oh man 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really yeah. hope nobody chokes me with their wrist tape. I know, yeah. Oh, no. Exactly. Oh, so, no. <laughs> this is where it gets fucking legendary. Okay. So, I lean in, and I'm like, I get real close to the corner, and I hear Casey say, feet out, take the bullet bomb. And I'm like, what is going on? Corner. European lower cut. Running European lower cut. Right. Stumpy being the ever professional. Stumbles out. Takes the bullock bomb. As best as possible. Exactly. <laughs> Stumpy barely even sells it. He literally lands and just immediately rolls over to me and goes, he's laying on the ground and he goes, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Casey, now on the offensive, in control, uh-huh. decides to cheat and is going Correct. for his wrist okay. tape. He's so, like, oh no! So, so rather than just do what was planned in order to make him look like, I, I would argue almost borderline a sympathetic heel, he has changed the plan to look like the dumbest ass in the Western Hemisphere. He's got to look strong. But but he, it's gonna get even worse once I tell you the idea behind the post match. So this is so there's more to this. There's more. Oh, there's this more. Is, this ain't over, brother. <laughs> go ahead. Go on. He's going for the wrist tape. For. Fucking ever. For like 30 full Mississippi goddamn sure. seconds. And then eventually, Stumpy's still fucking laying there. The like, bomb's devastating. I know. <laughs> um, Casey just comes over. We're right by the, like, the ropes. Because he, I was in the corner. Stumpy rolled over to me and was like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He finally realizes he can't get the wrist tape. He can't get it. I don't know how he fucked that up. <laughs> but he can't get it. So he just, comes over time, here. he just comes over here. He just comes over he just comes over and starts choking uh, uh, Stumpy uh-huh. just with his hands. <laughs> and I do the one... I do the five count sure. and ring the bell. Meanwhile, Stumpy is on his fucking back <laughs> being choked by Casey. <laughs> knowing that Casey has completely abandoned the plan. There's a run-in that's supposed to be scheduled. Okay, here. so I'm kind of in no oh on this. God. So this was with but but this this individual who's doing the run in is a very green yes. person like Yes, and like, he was doing a small like, program like, with uh I think it was just with Casey. Sure. Let's and that go was going to be like the but idea. This, this of guy's it. like straight was, out of straight stumpy. out of school. It was Stumpy. It was stumpy. Yeah, this guy this guy is Fresh graduate. No, I think it was with Casey because he ran out to make the save. Right, right. He ran out to save Stumpy, so he would have been doing the bit with Casey. Oh shit, you're right. So so yeah. Um, basically, so the cue was, um, the after, no. no, it's even worse. I found out when we got to the back, Casey was supposed to do the European lower cuts and the bullet bomb after the wrist tape. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so he completely fucking flip-flopped it. I don't know the fuck why. How? I don't know. So, Stumpy's on his back, being choked by Casey, knowing that he just blew this finish, and there's this super, super green guy who's waiting for a cue that Casey fucked up. Right. (laughs) For this running. The cue that never comes. Stumpy's on his back, being choked, and he's like, God damn it, Casey, why'd you fuck that up? This kid's too too green to be doing that shit. You fucked it up again. God damn it, you should just quit the business, you fucking... Like, (laughs) not... Worrying about the people right. about five right, feet away right, from him, right. like he's not worrying about it. Casey realizing, oh no, I've messed up. Uh-huh. Finally, is 
this is the best part, I think. He's choking him. And I wish I knew what his motivation was to say, mm-hmm. Ring the bell again! He said that. He to said what it. end? I don't know. The bell rings again, and then perfection comes out. And then they do their thing. But... What an unbelievable... Well, yeah, it's gotta ring again so he can, he can come out. That's, no! Ring it two or three times, you know. Ding, 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 but, like... Sure, you gotta, gotta play that beat. You gotta drop that beat on that ring bell, you know. <laughs> but, like... Let this motherfucking bell drop. <laughs> the idea, I mean, Stumpy just absolutely verbally beating the piss Is out of him. Is this where my beloved quote of, you said you wouldn't fuck up comes that's, from? I think that's a different one, but maybe. Okay. Um, basically, so I'm like hearing all this and I'm trying not to laugh because this is the funniest fucking shit I've ever dealt with right now. Sure. Um. As Stumpy is getting out of the ring, he's like, you hear all the shit I said to him? I was like, dude, I heard every word. <laughs> uh, and that is my uh, magnum opus Casey story. So I've got I've got one. I, I'm, I'm trying to do the shit that you guys haven't heard like a billion times. So I'm mm-hmm. literally doing this more for you than our listening audience, which is the ultimate vanity on this vanity project that is this podcast. Trying uh, to pop your guest. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. You you two have traveled with me and hung out with me. I like to talk. I yeah. like to be interactive, especially in the car, right? On the way mm-hmm. to shows. I'm like, let's That's chat. when the learning happens. Yeah, let's let's talk shop. Let's do That's something. why I like driving, because I get the front seat. <laughs> Fucking so anyways. Uh once upon a time I was booked on a show in Des Moines. And rather than go alone, I opted to ride with Casey. Ugh. Why? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so, and God bless that motherfucker, but he just says shit that makes me angry. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not gonna try to talk. I'm not gonna try to talk wrestling with him. It just, it just, it, 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 it makes me livid. So I, I'm just trying to be polite. I'm just like, not gonna say shit. So we're on the interstate. We're on our way to Des Moines, and there's a gas station coming up, and. I can't remember if there was something specific I was looking for. It might have been Jolt Cola or some some horseshit. But I go, hey man, uh, would you mind stopping here for a minute? I want to get some caffeine, you know, go to the bathroom, whatever. And he goes, yeah. Takes the exit. I have barely spoken, by the way, outside of just like the casual formalities. Like, what are you doing on the show tonight? This, that, and the other, you know, blah, blah, blah. As we are pulling into the parking space, he goes, oh, I'll have to wait for you out here. I've got kind of an issue with this gas station. Keep in mind, this is just some random stop in the middle of fuck all Iowa. I can't even tell you what town. <laughs> My phone went off and stopped. And <laughs> Interesting. this is as we're coming up to the parking space, I go, really? What possible issue could you have with this gas station of all places? And he goes, uh, they kicked me out one night because I wasn't wearing shoes. And we're coasting up to the parking space, and I look over at him and I go, why were you not wearing shoes? And he says... I got struck by lightning and they melted off my feet. <laughs> and as he says these words, he puts the car in the park. And I'm just sitting in the passenger seat staring at him for probably five seconds, but what seemed like, you know, ten minutes. And I just go... So what's the real reason? Hold on. I go, Casey, I'm going to go inside now. And I'm going to come back out here. And when we get back on the air set, I need you to explain what you just said to me. <laughs> so we, I go inside... <laughs> I buy my my caffeine. 
I take my piss. I don't speak a word to anyone except the cashier. I come outside. I get back in the car. I don't speak. He doesn't speak. We leave. We pull onto the interstate. And as soon as we get up to, like, you know, cruising speed, I go, Now! <laughs> Tell me how you were struck by lightning. And that's all, and, and all that came from it was that your shoes melted off your feet. He starts his story by saying, So, JT Energy was in the main event. And I said, Casey, I couldn't care less about any wrestling horseshit you have to say right now. I want you to tell me how God tried to smite you and failed. <laughs> he tells me, these. this is the story. Guys, I, I am not making this shit up. I wouldn't and I couldn't. He tells me that at the venue that we are going to, he had walked out to the parking garage at some point during the show. And on his way back, Lightning hit the ground directly in front of him, and it melted his sandals. And as such, he had no shoes. And when he stopped at said gas station, they said, No shoes, no shirt, no service, get the fuck out, Moondog. And I said, You are in downtown Des Moines, surrounded by tall buildings, almost all of which have lightning rods on top of them. And yet... Lightning struck the flat, low-lying pavement directly in front of you. You suffered no injuries whatsoever. Only your shoes were scathed by being melted into goo. <laughs> and, and, you didn't say anything to anyone about this. And he was like, well, no, I told Travis that I didn't have my shoes anymore. So I said, Casey... This didn't happen. It fundamentally, scientifically can't happen. It's not possible. No, man. I lost my shoes because of lightning. And I'm like, uh-huh. And he goes, that's not the only time I was struck by lightning. And I said, the fuck now? And he said that he was in a car and he saw a lightning strike in a field. And I said, Casey, that story is probably true. It's also not you being struck by lightning. It's just you seeing lightning. <laughs> so we get to... We we get to the show. I am biting my tongue the whole time after this. We get to the show. I immediately go up to JT Energy. And he's like, hey, man, how you doing? I go, hey, good to see you. I got to ask you something. He's like, oh, okay, what's up? And I go, you ever ride over here with the moon dog and he loses his shoes because he got struck by lightning? And he goes, look, man, I don't know what he did with those shoes. <laughs> So I end up asking Casey, how is this possible? How did you have no other... Like, this is something that kills people, or at bare minimum, they lose their fillings. What are you talking about? You melted your shoes. And he says, well, my hair was really dry. And I go, your hair's always dry. You look like hell. What the fuck are you talking about right now? It, it's it's confounding to me that this person thinks this is real. Like, if you're going to make up a story to impress somebody... I mean, fuck you, but I get it. <laughs> but I made him show me the spot where he said that it happened. It is an arm's reach away from the building that has a lightning rod on it. <laughs> I, 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 Casey's a heat magnet. <laughs> dude, it's a thing where I'm like, 
Not even God could hate you that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. God saw his opportunity. And missed. <laughs> well, when you come to the king, you best not miss. Holy shit. He truly is the one. <laughs> so I know we're we're hip deep in like Hollywood remakes. <laughs> Put Casey in the Matrix movie. <laughs> no, no, just remake the one with Jet Li, but replace Jet Li with Casey. <laughs> I need to see Casey hold a motorcycle by the handlebars and beat someone to death with it. Have you guys ever seen the one? No. No. Oh, uh, it's a really interesting concept for a movie, and it's uh, it's a decent cheesy action flick. Hmm. So the idea is it's a it's a multiverse thing, but if you go to another multiverse universe and you kill that Dakota, you're now strong as two Dakotas. So it's Ooh. about this Jet Li going through all the multiverses and killing the other Jet Lees to basically become an Uber Jet Li, <laughs> and he at one point grabs a motorcycle by the handlebars. And beat someone to death with it. Oh my god. That it's, sounds it's, awesome. It's kind of dope, honestly. I feel like... I, I'm convinced that Casey has to be... Like, the guy from Upgrade, but the system crashed. Wouldn't surprise me. It's it, it's the guy from Upgrade, but it's still like Windows 95. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't yeah. even have Clippy to like... Oh, man. He's on his own. It so, seems you want to tell Tom you were struck by lightning. Do you want to proceed? Yes. <laughs> Always. Um, so I'm going to tell a story of a match that you were a part of that came, that gave us two great Casey moments. Okay. First of all, so this is in the lead up to you versus Bailey. Oh, okay. I know where we're going here. Yeah. But, but hearing you tell it will be fresh. So. Okay. Um, so... I'm going to have you tell one part of it because it was only you. I wasn't there for that. And I know exactly, you know exactly which oh, one yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the, the whole idea is that you're going to have a tag match where you two are tagging. Right. Um, against the fun police, which is Lieutenant Dan and our very own Casey. Correct. Um, who is the canine unit at this point. Yes. So, that's the whole, the whole, that's just the match. That's, it's, it's, it's just in, in the, yeah. It's honestly just the further the angle between me and Bailey because we are like a month away from fighting each other, I think. Yeah. And it was and a face-face thing. it was a face-face thing and like everyone thought I was going to turn on him and didn't do it. And the fun police are just there to, in essence, have this match but facilitate the story. A concept, by the way, which Lieutenant Dan completely understood and was on board for. Yes. Proceed, Counselor. So, first of all, I'm going to have you tell the story of when you're planning the match. In mm. the So, let me just explain here. We're in this match. This is a 14 by 14 foot ring. Mm -hmm. So, it's very small. On the inside of the ropes, it's... You're, you're looking at like 11 by 11, honestly. So, yeah. Well, maybe... No, maybe no, 12. 12. 12 by 12. Let's go with I would 12. say 12, 12. Yeah, by the time you take out the apron and the, the width of the turnbuckle. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, with... When you, when you cut the crust off the ring. Uh -huh. <laughs> when you cut the crust off? No, no. Are you kidding me? That's the best way I can That's... describe it. That the apron? I'm, I'm actually the bottom that, yeah. You cut the crust off the ring. You I take hate two the fact that that makes sense. You take off two square inches off it. I vote, moving forward, uh, if the committee agrees, we announce all apron bumps as crust bumps. Alright, I'm there. Bet. Let's do crust this. Crust bomb. Uh, feed, feed for the crust... Uh, the crust bullock bomb. Oh, you'll die. Uh, so <laughs> that'll kill a man. He'll explode. Okay, so you got to. 
So this uh, thing in particular that Braden's Thanks, referencing. Connor. So I have a handful of things that I have done in almost every match I have ever had, and one of one of them is um, let me not this one maybe like three quarters of every match I've ever had. Uh, guy runs at me. I do the lucha pass. I do drop down big back elbow. This is my lazy, unathletic version of AJ Styles' leapfrog drop down drop kick. <laughs> so nice. I we're putting this match together, and I go to Casey. I go, yeah, maybe um, you know something. You stop me, come at me, lucha pass, drop down back elbow. He goes, okay, I got it. And I go, basically just run until I hit you. And Dan interrupts and goes, wait, what was that? And I go, he you know kicks me or whatever the fuck the setup was. He runs at me, I do the lucha pass, I do drop down and hit him with the back elbow, he bumps. And this is the equivalent of, it's in essence, running half the distance of the ring, running the entire distance of the ring, running half the distance of the ring. So in essence, down and back. It, you know, twice. Yeah. Dan, in complete seriousness, looks at Casey and goes, are you sure you're okay with that, man? That's a lot of running for you. <laughs> <laughs> And I can see the, I can hear it in my head that how serious he was when he said that. And he, he was, is the thing. That sounds like something that that someone would would do to like troll Casey. No, he was completely sincere. He did not think that Casey could run 48 feet (laughs) with, with, with the ropes to assist. Like, anyways, back to you. This match is happening. Uh, the 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 shine is basically a one-upsmanship thing where Dan sure. bumps his ass off. Great, love Dan. There's eventually the heat or whatever, um, or whatever I say because Casey's in the match. So at one point, ba- <laughs> Bailey is in the center of the ring, laying down on the cell from something. Yes. <laughs> yes. I thought, of a, different, I thought you, of a different story. Okay, you, you can't say see that. it, but Dakota just bolted upright. You just triggered a different story in my head. Okay, okay cool, cool. Um, so, he's laying there, whatever. Casey goes off the ropes and does a senton. And when I say that, <laughs> I mean... He hopscotches over Bailey and then sits down next to him. You are on the apron. You are... Keep in mind, he's going by Canine Unit. Right. His, his in-ring name is Moondog and or Canine Unit. You are reaching for the tag... And you just go, Casey, that was unforgivable. <laughs> Didn't even try to hide the, anything. So, in my mind, in hindsight, the shit that's funny about that, and I wish desperately I could remember the name for it because there is a word for it, that situation when you're in a group of people, right, and there's that split second where nobody is talking, mm-hmm. and it just happens to line up, and then that's where somebody is saying something embarrassing or yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Some, somebody like loudly farts or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there loud a, up until then. Right, th- but then there's that moment of silence, and then, you know, the thing happens. I, I may have to Google it when we get off of this. Uh, there is a word for it. I can't remember what it is. But it was basically that, where it was like, the crowd was enjoying the match, you know, it, it was fine. And then you hear, the, like, the, you know, Casey running through the ring, or anybody running through the ring for that matter. You hear the ring moving. <laughs> this not senton happens, and there's that split second of silence. Because the crowd was, was like... Uh-huh. But, but I had already committed to saying it. Because it wasn't a senton, you see. No. And the crowd knew that, so they were like, uh... So they, they quieted down, like, real quick. It, it, I wasn't even... As fucked as it sounds, I wasn't even trying to be a dick. It was legit that moment of, 
I thought something and it came out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and then the moment it was done, I was like, oh yeah, I did say that. Well, whatever, I stand by it. Uh <laughs> Casey, that was unforgivable. <laughs> Which, uh, it's just so good. That, that's, a, that's a peak, like, Tomism. That's a peak, that's a peak Casey quote. Like, quote about Casey. Okay, so so what was yours? You said you remembered one. Alright. Oh. Alright, so... It was in... Today. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to think. You, I don't think you were there yet. You might have been reffing. You ever work Hookfest? Right? No. Oh, this might be a fresh story then. I don't think I did this either. Clinton, Iowa. Hook's Pub. Nope, not me. Wasn't there for this. Alright. Oh, this is just me then. All right. So it's a six-man tag. It's um, me, Berna, and another body. Sure. Versus Casey, Tyler, and Herrick. Okay. Weird, but okay. Yeah, I... Whatever. House show. It's Yeah, yeah. It's, we're, we're wrestling in the backyard of a bar. Right. Dope. Um, it's it's a match. It's it's sure. It's fine. It's it's, it's no Passable. DQ. It's yeah, it's oh, six, okay, six man okay. tag. Uh, no countouts. So no no pin. Uh, not pinfalls. No countouts. No dis- disqualifications. No right. Yeah. So we're just brawling around. Right. Eventually the finish comes. Tyler hits you with his like stupid strong wasteland fucking backbreaker wasteland thing, backbreaker. Yeah. Um. And then Herrick comes in, slaps on a rear naked choke, and I tap out. Sure. Um, fuck. Meanwhile, <laughs> people are brawling around, of course, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a big schmoz at this point. It's, 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 it's broken uh. down. Yes, you finally, you, yes, you oh, know where this is going. Oh, this is the thing? You finally know where this is going. Okay. So, <laughs> people are pairing off. Um, me and Herrick, obviously, because he's choking me out for the finish. Um, Tyler and... Whoever like else that guy. in that match. And <laughs> Bernard Casey. Okay. So, <laughs> Casey's brawling with Berna, and this is 2018, so Berna's about as green as I Straight was. Straight out of camp, yeah. Yeah, he's about as green as I was when I had my Casey match. <laughs> so, <laughs> Casey, at some, point. <laughs> at some point, they're just brawling, and he, Casey keeps calling, he keeps yelling, bicycle. He goes, bicycle! And Berna's like, okay. <laughs> And he keeps calling it bicycle. Casey goes, no bicycle. <laughs> so then he Casey like what hits him with something. This about. is even better, dude. So he Casey like gloms him with something, whatever. Berna's on the cell now. He grabs a fucking bicycle. Someone's random. What bike. are you saying to me? Casey he, literally that Dusty wrote. He got a bicycle. He he actually hit Berna with a bicycle. Casey got a bicycle. It's worse. He got. Listen, I'm standing up now. This is. He got a he got a fan's bicycle because someone mentioned, hey, that's my husband's bike or something. You can't see it, but Tom Face is happening. Tom Face is happening. <laughs> Hashtag Tom Face. I did it. <laughs> so Casey was running this this person's bike across Berna's chest like just a the tire, fucking, like a chainsaw. Just the like, tire. Like a chainsaw. Did and Berna sell it? Berna's like ah. Yeah, Berna's like, trying uh, to sell it. He's, how do you sell that? How do you sell someone rubbing a tire against your chest? Also, what? How? Uh, what? So what? What? <laughs> what? He's who? rolling. Who? What? What? <laughs> what? 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 
when he was calling bicycle, did he want Berna to hit him with he the wanted bicycle? Berna I'm to hit him so. with the bicycle. I'm assuming I so. And Berna being Granny's bicycle. Oh, bicycle kick. All right. As any person would. Yeah. Because who would be insane enough to... Uh, anyway, uh, my idea of this is like... He's like, Casey, in, in his... The infinite amount of monkeys with symbols in his head <laughs> is thinking is thinking to himself he forms a thought <laughs> he forms a thought and just says i need to use this bicycle and he's and, and, he, and he's the realizing idea, the idea no. of the, the one monkey stops slamming his symbols and just says bicycle <laughs> <laughs> that, exactly. it travels its way down in case you just Bicycle. They, 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 all the, all the infinite monkeys with symbols. They all stop and telephone bicycle all the way down, and like they, it finally reaches some point of his physical apparatus. So then he's like bicycle. So he's saying this. Berna's not getting it, and instead of being a normal human being, he's like, no, this bicycle thing is gonna get over. This needs to happen. Boom! It hits Berna. Okay, so hold on. Did, what, did this get over? Did this get any reaction from the crowd? You'd have to... Not really. Besides that lady going, hey, that's my husband's bike. <laughs> Who could care? There's not a real pop because the match is already over at this point. I've been tapped out. Yeah, that's, I've been tapped out. I'm laid out. That's the end of the match. The oh match is God. over. And not that way. <laughs> in the corner is ended. just Casey and Berna. Oh my god. I, that, I forgot about that one. That's are a good either one. of you gentlemen aware of a dude that used to work for... Uh, he was in Ring of Honor for a bit. Tadarius Thomas. Uh, oh, that name vaguely rings he, about. He, no. He's a guy that I thought was actually going to like really take off, and then I, I he just got out of the business for whatever reason. I, I honestly don't know. But like he had a really like unique... unique uh, I think... He may have tagged with Kenny King or Albert. I ACH. hope so, because otherwise it's going to be kind of racist. I'm just assuming. <laughs> well, we don't. Yeah, and throw, now throw, throw you're canceled. Ah, um, uh, damn it. But, no, he had this uh, really unique style because it was based on capoeira. Okay. So, like, he blurred yeah. oh. capoeira, and which he was, like, actually trained in and pro wrestling. Cool. And, and it was really, like, unique, innovative shit. I was at an AEW show once upon a time before they fired me the first time, and <laughs> Tadarius Thomas was there, and was warming up in the ring. He's, like, stretching, he's doing shit, and he's doing capoeira, which oh, I... is an... Uh, I, it's something that, like, I enjoy looking at visually, but I can't even begin to, like, how do you do this? You know what yeah, I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. What, is it, what do they call it? Brazilian dance fighting or whatever. Yeah. It, some, yeah some Casey, who is in the ring, already in gear. <laughs> yes, we've established. Already in gear, which at this point is his fucking shitty jorts and a rope belt. <laughs> and he's just watching Tadarius Thomas do this shit, which is incredibly impressive. And then T Casey does next to nothing, backs into a corner, grabs a hold of the top rope, and just starts doing what I'm going to call cockamamie scissor kicks. <laughs> and at one point, I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And like, this, this is not a visual medium as we've established, but I'm going to try to describe it to you guys here in the room. He's here, he's here, and he's going like... In the corner. He's got, like, a double wrist lock, like... He's holding on to the top rope in the corner. Oh, okay. Just to, like, brace himself. He and couldn't do a crane like, kick unassisted. He, Sorry, he's I doing like what Darius I'm, Thomas. I'm kind of in my oh, own okay. side. He, he's doing what I, what I would call, like, in essence, like almost like a Lance Storm stomp. Because Lance Storm stomps always look oh, like yeah, a yeah, shitty yeah. pump yep, kick or yeah. whatever. 
And I'm like, Casey, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, I just really like that guy's stuff. I thought maybe I'd try some of it out and add it in. And I'm like, you, arguably the least athletic person I've ever seen in my fucking life. Oh my God. Are trying to, like, I, I can't fat the, the hubris. The hubris. Ooh. Even what? Sorry. Uh, side note. Terry's Thomas tagged the ACH. So okay. I'm canceled. Just to clarify. Yep. So fuck you, my man. Um <laughs> also apparently Terry's Thomas was the PGP franchise champion at some point. Oh, uh, wow. I actually think I knew this because I think he worked with a uh, a deal at one of their shows. I'm almost positive I saw that match. Be a pretty good match. It was wild. If I remember correctly, maybe I'm conflating. <laughs> so that technically I'm still their tag team champion. <laughs> <laughs> so even if Casey were just as athletic as this man you like his stuff so you're gonna see if you try Just it out and see if it, it works straight from him Got he's on the show right and you're gonna steal it from him uh -huh. Got to. what the got to what the by the way where is connor uh not here figured yeah. it would have the fucking here. hellscape that is iowa I miss um, sorry yeah, i'm, I'm filling sucks. in <laughs> But, uh, so there's that one. Uh, let's get back on track here with some more Casey shit. Um, Dude, that's an, uh, insane. Uh, uh, can you tell the Flatiron story? Indulge. <laughs> Do you take right. requests? No, I'll t You've heard this, right? Yes. Have you heard the full, the unabridged? I, you've told a version of it at, a, at like, in the locker room at a show. All right, buckle up, This buckaroos. is too good to not share with the public. Ooh, all right. Buckle up, buckaroos, and light up your llamas. Here we fucking go. So, <laughs> once upon it. a time, uh, Light Up Your Llamas is a reference to The Shadow. Uh, awful, oh. awful movie starring Alec Baldwin. He was supposed to be Batman. And then the, the, sh the Shadow happened, and they and they were like, eh, no. Um, <laughs> I've heard The Shadow, like, radio serial. Uh -huh. That shit's good. The, the movie is... i world radio. The serial the, the, the is, from what I understand, good and fine. The movie is what I'm going to call... Uh, unintelligible. Uh, it, it's, it, 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 it's, it's baffling. Um, I think it's the first thing I ever bought on Amazon streaming. Like, I have the shadow, courtesy of John Amazon. Anyways. God bless you, Jeff Amazon. So the, it's the, John Amazon. The, the flat John iron Menard, story. John oh. Home Depot. Okay, okay, yeah. John sure Rose. That, John Domino. Um... So the flat iron story. I so the joke. I'm sorry. B -b -b Break the joke. <laughs> Once upon a time, I wrestled for a place called SCW. Back before they had a farm where they just grow their own talent. So mm. use half of them. Uh, <laughs> ah! Bang bang. So the setup for this, there was no. I'm with you. Uh, there was a show in. Go ahead. There's a show in the Quad Cities area uh, at Dawn's Pub. Mm. Which is a site of a lot of terrible shows. On Friday, SCW is on Saturday. So, myself and Cage are on both shows. Uh, I can't remember who all we were traveling with for this specific weekend. But basically, here's the plan. We're going to go up and do the show on Friday. We're going to hang out with Shane Hollister and crash at his place and get rip-roaring drunk in downtown Davenport. And Saturday, we're doing SCW. Hell yeah, man. This will be a great weekend. Casey, at this point, has converted to full Moondog Bernard gimmick. He is... Bleached the shit out of his hair. No. Yes, yeah, right. Blonde as fuck. Casey. Blonde Casey, like peroxide blonde yep. Casey. Yep. Yep. Like that's fucking, fucking cursed. Like guile from Street Fighter level blonde. <laughs> that is cursed. So, 
we get there. Now, also on the card is a uh, dear friend and now arch nemesis Duke Cornell uh, <laughs> from Magnum Pro fame. And Casey at this point is is coming to the ring with a gigantic uh, rawhide dog bone. Okay, that I he's swinging that. around like a like Captain Caveman's fucking club, right? I remember seeing this when I was a very young boy. Yep, it's it's a cursed image. Yeah, so, Russian. <laughs> so. Uh, we're at this first show, and everything's fine. You know, we're having fun. It draws, like, you know, 14 people. Whatever. Fuck yeah. Good draw. For them, great. Did you thank Casey for the house? And, uh, <laughs> it, you know what? <laughs> Fucking should have. So, Mr. Cornell comes up to me and Cage and goes, Hey, I'm letting you guys in on this rib. I'm taking Casey's bone, and I'll just give it back to him tomorrow. I just wanted to, like, freak out about it being gone tonight. So we're like, sure. This is... What I would call harmless fun. Yeah. 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 Like, like, it's like, fine. Like, there's, there's some ribs in wrestling that I don't care for because I think that they're, like, mean and destructive. Do and not I was shit like, in someone's bag. Yeah, that's fuck not, that, that's dude. Not like, like, no, Randy Orton can do it because he's cool. Yeah, exactly. He can shit in my bag. I'd be like, thanks, Mr. Orton. May I have another? But, like, <laughs> but this, this, you know what I mean? Like, this is a thing where it's like, okay, man, he's going to wig out about his fucking bone, and then tomorrow at SCW, just give it back to him. Whoopity doo. So, the rib goes on. We don't give a shit. Go out, get drunk. I'm sure that I did some debaucherous shit. And the next day, we go to SCW. So, at this time, I had grown my hair out fairly long. And my hair likes to curl when it gets, you know, long. Same. So, I traveled at the time with a flat iron. So, I we get to the SCW, we get to the venue... We've got plenty of time to kill. Guys are in the ring rolling around and shit. It's like, now nah, I'm going to fucking straighten my fur and then I'll go, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I am sitting in the locker room. I am sitting there by myself. I have my flat iron plugged in. It is heated up. I'm just straightening my hair, playing on my phone. Cage had just bought brand new gear. This was the first time he was going to wear it. I'm sitting there minding my own business. Casey comes fucking... <laughs> into the fucking locker room. I'm like... The man cannot move quietly. No, he can't. He he, he stomps. He, has he one snorts. Speed. Sometimes I think he's doing Casey. almost a... Uh, he's not doing Nixon. He's doing like Nixon from Futurama sometimes. <laughs> he's just like, I'm here now. Um, we want to give a big thanks to Charleston Chew. Patriotic <laughs> taste of Charleston Chew. <laughs> Thank you, Agnew. <laughs> 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 that's a very good that's a good Agnew um Love the, the, the body of Agnew um <laughs> mm. so anyways he comes storm waddling in there and is muttering but loud enough that I can't hear it here's the thing if he didn't overact everything who knows what route this would have taken but he walks in he the motherfucker is 15 feet away from me and I hear him just saying quote under his breath he wants to fuck with me. I'm going to fuck with him. I was like, what's up, man? Keep in mind, I at this point, I probably have forgotten about the rib of the bone. Like, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was not a big deal. He goes walking directly over towards Cage's bag. I go, Casey, what are you doing? Zips open Cage's bag, which, by the way, wrestlers don't fuck with people's gear in any sense or capacity. Like, just, just don't do it. That shit's expensive. It's yeah. really... You a- don't... Alleg- allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. God damn it, So he it zips is. open the bag, 
And I go, Casey, what the fuck are you doing? And he reaches in and he's grabbing Cage's brand new fucking tights. And he's like, Cage took my bone, so I'm going to take his gear. And at this point, I, you know, flashback, I remember. And I go, Casey, Cage didn't take your bone. And, but I'm not willing to, like, throw Duke under the bus yet because I want to see the, the rib you want, to, you want to see the payoff, yeah. Right. Casey is holding his bag in one hand, and now he's got Cage's gear in the other hand. And he's like, no, he took my he took my bone, so I'm going to take his gear. That motherfucker, he always wants to fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with him. And I go, Casey, that shit's really fucking expensive. Put it back. He doesn't have your fucking bone. And he's like, no, fuck him. I'm tired of this shit. And I, as calmly as I've ever said anything, I go, Casey, just put the gear back in the bag, or I'm going to burn you with this flat iron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sitting here now. I can't tell you why this is the train of thought my, that, that my mind took, but I, I, I was kind of thinking. I think maybe I was in hindsight like, well, surely he will put the gear back, and yeah. we can pursue this other shit to its final stupidity. So he's like, no, I'm not fucking taking any shit from you or from him. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I warned you. So I unplug it, and it's still hot. I had it on, like, maximum or whatever. Yeah. Because I'm an idiot. I go walk walking over to him, and I just start biting him in the fucking arm <laughs> with this fucking hot flat iron. And he just kind of goes, he's like, hey, hey, hey. And he's trying to, like, pull his arm up and, like, cover up, and but he's not really covering up. And I just, dude, clack, 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 clack. I'm just fucking snapping this thing at him like a hot alligator. And he just goes, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, get his fucking gear back in that bag. So he starts yelling and screaming. So at this point, guys hear this commotion. They start coming in from the locker room. Casey does not let go of Cage's gear yet. He reaches into his bag and pulls out, I shit you not, another fucking giant dog bone. Which, from my point of view, looks exactly the same. And I'm thinking, this is the dog bone. So I'm now yelling at Casey, and I'm still snapping him with this fucking hot flat iron. He's brandishing this dog bone up over his head like a fucking club, like he's going to fucking brain me with it. The, the, the roster comes flooding in. They're like, what the fuck is going on? They walk in and see the stupidest Mexican standoff of all time, because it's me with my fucking flat iron cord dangling, Casey holding this bone over his head in a slight circular motion, and he screams the immortal phrase, You wanna fuck? You fucking fuck! Because he's... Because... Because he's so angry. He couldn't... He didn't... What? He didn't you wanna finish? fuck? You fucking fuck! <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so finally, Cage comes to the front of the crowd and is like, what the fuck is going on? And I go, he's fucking with your gear because he thinks that he, you took his bone, which is in his hand, because I think it's the same one, Yeah. and I told him to put it back or I was going to burn him with the flat iron, and he didn't believe me, so if anything, it's his fault. <laughs> so basically, everyone's like, calm down, you know, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Duke Cornell finally steps forward and goes, Casey... I took your bone. Cage didn't have anything to do with it. And I'm like, there, see, you fucking idiot. I told you. And Casey had, during the day, gone out to, like, a rule king or wherever the fuck and bought this second bone because he thought that if he didn't come to the ring with that bone, fans weren't going to be happy to see him. Which, one, what? And then, <laughs> two, 
how dare you, and three, what, and four, <laughs> if they're more interested in seeing an inanimate object than you... You got, you're doing something wrong. A lot of things. So anyways, he was so Al pissed. Al Snow, for example. I was about to say, yeah, for yeah. head. Dude, fuck Al Snow. Uh, with I got a, my inhaler. With a brick. Um, but they're not paying to see the inhaler. They're saying, they're paying to see you take the inhaler. So anyway, okay. like, you, you've had matches without the inhaler. Yeah, correct. Anyways, he was yeah, so angry, and I was reprimanded for burning him, even though my defense was, I told him it was going to happen. No jury would convict. You gave I don't him think fair so warning. When I say, hey, don't do this thing, which you shouldn't do, or I'm going to do this thing, and you do the thing you shouldn't do, and then I do the thing, he was so mad he wouldn't be in, he, he, he left the locker room. He changed dress, and whoever he worked with that night, which God bless them, um, he called it from a stairwell in the oh, building. He, he wouldn't associate it. was that echoing. <laughs> Just, it, dude, I, I... That's an almighty Casey story. Watch the bullock, bullock, bullock. <laughs> <laughs> Feed for the bullock, bullock, bullock. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Gotta get it in, in, in. Take the bullock, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Take the bullock bomb, 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 bomb. <laughs> Sex bullock bomb. <laughs> oh god, we're getting layered with this. <laughs> oh um, my god. Either of you two got any more? Because I, I got at least one or two more I could do. Oh, I know you do. Um, uh, I know there's probably some small ones. I don't have any more significant ones. And yeah, do you have any? I, I'm gonna start stealing stories <laughs> if I keep going. I've got all. The, I think I have all the good stories out. Already. I have. I have all of mine out. Um, so, the floor is yours for the last ones you are willing to share. I... We will interject, so it's not all you. I might have, like, one or two that I'm willing to share on here. There's a few of them that I actually don't want to do on here because it's a tad bit dark. Fair. And, uh, just a tad bit depressing. Okay. Uh, oh, we're not getting that. Okay. I'll, I'll throw a few good Casey quotes in here while the back of my mind is formulating a good story. Casey's lunch for the day slides across his dashboard of his car, tips over, spills onto the floor. Ah, damn it! Ah, my whole life's a calamity! They should just call me Calamity Casey! (laughs) Proceeds to scoop hair and lint-covered goulash back into a Tupperware and take it to his job. God! Oh my god! I don't know if he ate it, but... Oh my god, that's still Um, funny though. Calamity Casey. <laughs> Which, hey, let's bring that back. God damn it, my I, whole I, life's a calamity. I'll bet he doesn't listen to this podcast. Next time we see him, we're just like, Calamity Casey, how you doing? How's things in Nebraska? He doing? Uh, how you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing, Calamity? He hails from Calamity, Nebraska. Um, oh my god, we're, hear build, that? we're building him a gimmick. Listen. We're printing money. Just throwing we're, it in the we're, fucking we're, air. We're getting close to the 40-man battle royal, or Royal Rumble that happened in... in in uh, 2011 with just yes. Casey. Yes. Actually, you know what? Just stop listening. That that one's ours. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear a goddamn thing. Uh, one of Casey's many gimmicks was <laughs> he was wrestling under a hood and they were like, we're just going to give you a Lucha name. <laughs> Doesn't matter what El it Casey. is. He's in, a, he's in a scramble or some horse shit. They called him El Tigre Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> the Fat Tiger. <laughs> Love that. You know what? One of my favorite things is you told me once. You told me once that Casey once took a suplex, wherein his left foot did not leave the canvas. Not one time, and it I said not. I do not believe that you are telling me a real thing. Uh huh. 
You showed me this video. Uh-huh. Guys, his left foot does not leave the canvas. It is. It is. I, I have shown that video to so many people. It is... It straight the fuck up defies physics. It's it's an it's it defies physics flexibility. It defies anatomy, quite frankly. Yeah, especially his. Exactly. Uh, it's it's I, a 2K glitch come to life. Yeah, uh, one of the things about Casey is, and and like this is indicative of a lot of the stories that we've told here. If you ask him to do something, he he doesn't have the word no in in his in his system for better or for worse. You know, and sometimes that's great, and sometimes that's bad, because one time, I've only had one one-on-one match with Casey. Mm. Ever. Wow. One. And it was long before he was doing Moondog Burn. He was still, I think, Jay Bullock at this point. And when we're done recording this, we may watch it, because it's on the YouTube, and it's mm. it's something. Ooh. Uh, but um, if, you, uh, if you ask him, can you do this, he doesn't have... He just, like, I always teach you guys in training, like, hey, if you're not good at a thing. Or or comfortable. Or comfortable with yeah. it, just say, not my strong suit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you just be like, nah, man, it's not really my thing. Who cares? So, tag match one time, I asked Casey, I was like, because in my mind, I was like, the concept of this is funny. And if Casey could portray it and pull it off, it would be funny. Well, let's see what he thinks. That would be funny if Casey, like, out-chain wrestled me. And, like, chain okay. wrestling's not even, like, so far as fans go, something that I'm known for. Like, you guys know that I like it from training. Yeah. But it's not something I do, like, a lot of on shows. Every so often, sure. I was like, the idea of Casey, like, world of sports style just schooling me is funny. Yeah. So I go, hey, man, this is an idea I had for an open. What do you think? You just, you know, British, you know, Johnny Saint style out chain wrestle me he's like yeah i can do that okay technical okay. magician casey if you can imagine the predictable swerve he can't do that <laughs> really it was not good it was really really fucking bad so what did you do in this in this case did i you... in essence was putting myself in holds okay trying to get yeah. this thing over and it wasn't <laughs> At all. <laughs> Over like a fucking lead rake. <laughs> I have a question that might be sort of related to this story. Have you ever met a more immobile person than Casey? Perhaps once or twice. Really? Okay. And even then, that's, that's, it's, it's, it would be something I would have to ponder. <laughs> but Was that the problem here? The it, lack of mobility? Was that part one of, it, of the problems? Just no fluid movement for one, but also just like... Honestly, he's just not good. Like, chain wrestling is a thing that, like, if you're good at it, great. And yeah. If you're yeah, not, yeah. then just okay, fine. It's really fucking hard to do. It's really hard to do and get over. Yeah. And I thought this would be just comical. Like, does anyone else here remember that weird match with Big Show and Kane where they like chain wrestled at the beginning of it? No. You need not to look this shit all. up. This was on Raw. They're doing like hammerlocks and shit. No. It, yeah. That's weird. It is weird. Ooh. And the but that crowd was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" So if nothing else, even if the actual quote unquote wrestling wasn't good, that crowd was like, "Shit, haven't seen that." All right. Yeah. So that was kind of the idea yeah, of, this, yeah, yeah. of this. Nope. <laughs> Just, eh, eh, did not fucking happen. Like, 
Oh, man. Um, let's talk about Casey getting in gear. But yeah. Finally. Casey gets into his gear before the pre-show starts, and he wants that fucking pre-show to start early, y'all. I have seen him in gear for shows that started at 7. I have seen him in gear at 3 in the afternoon. I've seen him show up to the venue in gear. Really? Yeah. Even for him, that's a fucking level. Um, he changed into his gear in Tampa like three hours before the show. Two or three hours before the show. And I was like, Casey in gear early, just like always. And he's like, well, you see, I want to be changed in, in my gear and then out of here so that other people can change in here. And I was like, I literally looked at him and I was like, Casey, I hate that that was kind of a good reason. That does actually make sense. Because it was a small locker room. I it was. changed in the alley. I, I was or, or like, anywhere. I was so yeah, like, I was yeah. so mad that I couldn't be like, you fucking, like, you know what I mean? But I the know. problem is, though, that he does that everywhere. Yes. Where that's not that, was, that was the one exception. As Dakota pointed out, he's arrived in his gear before. Yes, that's the problem. We've all, all, often made jokes where the day after WrestleMania, we ha- or the week after WrestleMania, we have a show or something like that, and we're like, well, Casey's already in gear for WrestleMania next year. Yeah, we once <laughs> drunkenly ribbed Casey at a Dreamwave show and said... Yeah, man, uh, it's Triple Shot Weekend. Tomorrow's the show where they try everything out because it's Sunday and it's like kind of a throwaway show. And we're like, yeah, dude, they're going to put you in this four-way tomorrow. It's going to be you, A.R. Fox, Rich Swan, and Lince Dorado. They just want to see if I you can, They just want to see if you can go. And he fucking believed it. Pay. And that's the thing where I'm like, do I feel bad about that? No. No! Because how... Like, imagine if somebody was like... Hey, Braden, we're going to put you in a match with um, Matt Seidel, Pentagon, and Eddie Guerrero, but it's happening this weekend. You'd at least be like, wait, what? That doesn't make sense. One of them is long dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's baffling to me. One of them is not good. So I said um, Pentagon. I thought you said Ray Phoenix at some point. You racist. What? I, ah! That, what, because they're brothers? Because they wear masks? I said I thought you said. So now you're an anti-mask person? God damn it. I can't believe you. I'm just saying. I wish you would have told me this before I came on here. The evidence is really piling Dude, up. what is going on I'm here? This here. is my show. I own this network. You can oh, that's keep a, it, man. I'm not here bigot to, talk. I'm not here I'm not here to push <laughs> your anti-mask agenda, man. I can I, I can just dip. You got a problem with Rey Mysterio? That's the Ray you said. What about Kane? I what are you What are we doing you got here, a guys? With Dragon? What are we doing here, guys? You got a problem with Undertaker what when he had that broken we... face? What are we even doing? <laughs> you got a problem with uh, NBA face shield Cody Rhodes? <laughs> you got a problem with paper bag Shia LaBeouf? God, like, I could do it too, ass. <laughs> paper bag Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> yeah, when he showed up to the red carpet. I am carpet. not famous anymore. Uh, yeah, you remember that? No. Oh, God. It's a Google time. So he's always been a piece of shit? This isn't just a he's, recent thing? He's just been a weird. He's just been a weirdo. Dude, have you heard about this new shit with him? No. He's, like, driving around shooting dogs and stuff. The like he's fuck? He's completely the fuck canceled. Well, last I heard, he was, like, people on the internet were fucking with him because he hung a flag up. What? What is this from? What? What? Like, the, this is... I don't know, it's like... Some red carpet I hate here. this, I hate this. I Fuck know, this. I know. <laughs> Shia Buff has been in, I'm gonna aim high here because I haven't thought that hard on this yet, five movies that I enjoy. Okay. 
Holds. Okay. Classic. Uh, can I say holes again? Is there holes? No. Suburbia. Suburbia. Did anyone see Suburbia? That movie was fucking great. Um, mm. I don't... No, Disturbia. Disturbia. That's it. Yeah. Suburbia is a different thing. Disturbia is right. Okay. Uh, I don't fully hate that first Transformers movie. But I was I hoping you were going to say I have that. not rewatched it, I think, since it I came out. I think it's out. pretty good. All the other ones, I I, 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 I can't be bothered. I, I have like, important shits to take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once it's like, once it's Mark Wahlberg, I'm, I'm checked out. Playing a scientist in Texas. <laughs> oh, hey, bro, I'm Mark Wahlberg. I'm from Texas. Dude, I'm from, super smart, from, yeah. Fucking like, Boston, you just... Bro. I'm fucking just, Mark Wahlberg. Just put him in MIT. It's right... MIT is right there. Or anything. Or cast a different actor. Uh, Or that. Um, do we have any more Casey stories? I had one, but then you guys st- started calling me b- a bigot, and I, I've, I have the 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 one, the one. There yeah. is the one. I think the yeah. one, the the one, the negative one. <laughs> Billy Gunn. Bless that kid. Uh, Look at all I've got. Sorry, the one Billy. By the way, have, that that theme song is the most aggressively egotistical theme song. If you listen to the lyrics of it, it's like. The one Billy Gunn, it's like his theme song is just him bragging about how awesome he is. And I'm like, why the fuck am I supposed to cheer for you? I got it. Mid-card, post-New Age Outlaws, Billy Gunn. Yes. I remember I remember what, um, what I wanted to bring up. Can we talk about this, um, this I mean, it's a, your appar- show. apparent rib on all of us? <laughs> That was the best of seven series between Casey and Austin Silas. Oh my god, I blocked... Can we just... Can we... Okay, yo, can go, we yes. just... Just verbally process that. Why? Whoo, you just brought back some memory. Zishi <laughs> had to have known. Which, it also gave me one of my favorite Dan moments. So, Austin Silas, we don't have to go into that. Let's not. Um, Casey... They're next to each other. Casey's obviously already in gear. Austin Silas is changing. Dan got there a tad bit late, so he's also changing. um, Because Dan's going to be out there for it. Sure. Someone's got to control this car, right? (laughs) That's exactly the point, because Casey's thinking... Casey's like... Silas is too green and too dumb to not go along with anything Casey says. Exactly. Like, like, not trying to make the obvious pun here, but you actually do kind of have to keep Casey on a leash. Yeah. (laughs) Because if you just give him a, a a worker and free reign, he, he's he's a maniac. He'll kill the town. With, there was with a madman's dream. There was like, a time where he was going to do a tag match with some Casey and someone versus uh, the Brewster brothers this, at Zawa. He had a fucking hot dog. He had a wrench, and he was like using props for this like comedy thing. And we're all like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, the Brewsters have the wrench. Casey or this is I Gallagher. Don't, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But it gave me one of... That Best of Seven series gave me... Best. Better joke there, I should have said, is this Casey or is this Gallagher 2? That mm. was Gallagher's brother. Oh uh, my god, I've never heard of Gallagher 2. Dude, this is a real thing this that is, happened. That's not a Simpsons joke you aped. No, 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 no. Gallagher 2 was Gallagher's brother who did Gallagher's act in, like, smaller venues... And they would legit, like, on the billboard, it would say Gallagher, and in smaller letters, it would say two. <laughs> and. Oh my god! Dude, it, it's, it, it's insane. It's the British fake wrestling.
wrestling scene. It's yeah, it, it would be like featuring... so. Like Gallagher would play Chicago, but Gallagher too would do Joliet. Like, <laughs> it's it's an incredibly fucked up story. Oh. One of my, my all time favorite Dan lines. So Casey, they're all sitting there, and I'm I'm watching this. I don't know why I happened to look over there, but I looked over there just as Casey goes. So Austin, I was thinking we could, and then Dan immediately goes, Casey, give me a second. Once I get changed, I'll help you put this together. Don't put anything together. Just completely, immediately, just yeah. cuts him off. You gotta yeah. shut him down immediately. Just, yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite. Just uh, seeing that immediate shutdown. Okay, so we're we're rapidly approaching the two hour mark, so we're gonna break our record. I think, uh, I'm is, gonna, it, is it time? I think I'm going to tell the one, and then with no disrespect to you guys, I think after that we, we got... No, yeah. I'm, I think I, we're I've good. been out of stories. I think we're okay. good. All right, so I, I'm going to give the full unabridged version of this so that you, you guys get the fucking bit. So once upon a time, there was this place called Dreamwave. It was really fucking cool. Yeah. And one of the cool things about it was Dreamwave actually did tryouts to get on the shows, mm. which is very neat. I wish that more promotions actually nowadays would do this, but it was also for the guys doing them very stressful because your tryout takes place in front of the boys. Yeah. So what harsher crowd could you possibly, you know, try to perform for? So once upon a time, Shane Hollister, who was already on the show, and a lot of times, like, guys that were already booked would do a tryout match with somebody to, you know, in essence, help them out, you know. Yeah. Casey drove Shane Hollister to the show, in exchange for this, Shane did a tryout match with him. Tryout match was, it was fine. Like, Shane yeah. did the best that he could. Casey yep. did the, his stuff. Casey's, <laughs> Casey's jeans were falling down, so half of his horrid, <laughs> horrid ass was out. Which horrid got a lot ass. of laughs from people. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Horrid ass. That's correct. Over is over. Uh it, it looked like the landscape in uh, Lord of the Rings before the mountain with the eye on it. Uh, so. Oh my god. Uh, so at this point, at this particular era of Dreamwave, at intermission, the owner, J-Rep, would come down, usually kind of into the beers. And give these, like, very great, like, mid-show motivational speeches. You know, like, like really fire up everybody that had already been on, the guys that were about to go on the last half, you know, blah, yeah. blah. And it was awesome. Like, it was genuinely fucking cool. I wish that more places did that. You had that, like, good camaraderie. Yeah. You'd be like, the first half of the show was great. We drew a good house tonight. We're going to keep this thing going. We're going to keep it going. Everybody, bring it in. On three, Dreamwave. One, two, three, Dreamwave. Like, it was, dude, dude, it was fucking I dope. can imagine like, that atmosphere being yeah, awesome. You, yeah, like, gotta be hype. Yeah, even even if you're like jaded as fuck, like you you can't help but get pulled into that. So, anyways, this particular show where this tryout match happened was the show before the anniversary show. So this is Dreamwave's equivalent to Mania, right? So, Jay comes down to do the the, uh, the intermission speech or whatever, and for context here, everyone's kind of gathered around in the middle of the locker room. I'm in the back on one side. And across from me is Matt Cage, and kind of diagonal from me in the back is Alex Castle. And during Jay's very impassioned speech, which, again, I'm not shitting on this at all. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was fucking great. He was like, every single one of you have worked really hard to get here. You all have a spot at Anniversary next month. Meaning, you guys are all on the biggest show 
that we have. Yeah. Almost as as if like a hive mind. <laughs> like the hairs on the back of my neck, the hairs on the top of Alex Castle's head, the hairs inside of Matt Cage's cavernous nose, they all <laughs> tingle where we're like, oh no. And we all, I shit you guys not, like from different corners of the room, looking across like, oh no, made eye contact with each other. And then somehow, again, it was like telepathically, we knew where he was. We all whoop, turn to one side and we see Casey lurking in the back of the crowd on a different side, just nodding, <laughs> thinking, yes, I am booked for anniversary. Just smiling and nodding like some evil Muppet from hell. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, because like, clearly that's not what Jay meant. Yes. that Like no rational person would interpret this this way. But we're not dealing with a rational person here now, are we? We're not. We are dealing with Casey. So that this is just the setup of everything, the right? Man, they call Casey. Yes, man called Casey. Uh, actually, can I pause this story to tell a different one and then come back to this? Sure. Because I, I own just, this I network. just, I just thought show, of a, man. I just thought of a very funny one that actually has nothing to do with me. Okay. There was a show that was ran in the middle of Davenport that we affectionately referred to as Fucker Mania. <laughs> Because it had a lot of people on it and did not draw very well, but it, the show itself ended up being good. Anyways, they did a segment at the beginning of the show, and this is right when Casey had started in the Moondog Bernard gimmick, with the general manager, authority figure guy, you know, whatever. And there's some, like, there's a promo, and somebody comes out, and there's a brawl, and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And it's to set up this tag match for the main event, and it was... Um, Bobby Houston and Johnny Wisdom against the team of Casey and Wildfire Tommy Rich. Again, this is fucker mania that we're at here, guys. So anyways... Tommy Rich? Yeah. It, I, I, I don't even know how this happened. So they do this segment or whatever, and basically... Territory name. The, the gist of this was Casey's out there and he's mad because he doesn't have a match. And... <laughs> The GM guy comes out. This is in front of whatever crowd they drew. And he's got the, he's on the mic and he just goes, Alright, I understand you're upset about the match not happening tonight. But Casey, here's what I can do for you. Casey in the ring stops his tantrum. Dead stops. Completely breaks character. Looks over at him and just goes, Uh, Moondog? <laughs> the, guy, the guy stops his promo and he goes, Moondog, right, right, right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Moondog. Now, Casey, what we're going to do... <laughs> destroyed. I, I was rolling on the ground, cackling at this. Okay, so anyways, back to the... the now that we've done the story in a story. Uh, so the, the Dreamwave show ends. We go out to the bar afterwards. Sometimes, you know, some, not, not that frequently, I'll have a drink. Okay. What are you drinking right now? I have had six beers total. Okay. Sometimes? Uh, sometimes. I had a, I had a single rain. A, a drink? You occasionally said? I'll dabble. Okay. Anyways. A dabble do you. A dabble do you. I chose to dabble on this evening. Okay. At the after It's party. the Midwest, man. A six pack is dabbling. So, damn right. So, Casey is there and he is trying to celebrate the fact that he's now on anniversary and he's part of the Dreamwave roster. He is... Getting drunk himself. He is walking around the bar without a shirt on. Nobody wants that. He's wearing Bucky's windbreaker jacket, completely unzipped. He, like he, he's dude. Yeah. Whoa. Now, 
Next small amount of backstory for this. Alex Castle is probably my best friend, has been since college. He has this unbelievable power over me where he can just convince me to do shit. Like, when we were younger and, like, in school and everything, he'd just be like, Yo, Tom, let me cut your hair into a mohawk. Yeah, all right. Like, yo, Tom, you think you can drink four raw eggs? Yeah, probably. Like, shit like that. Like, and, and, and I, I can't explain it to you. Even now, I'm glad I don't see him that often. Because it would be this. He has... He, Tom, you think you can jump from one moving truck into another one going 45 down the road? Absolutely. Let's go. <laughs> These are all real things. I'm not lying. Mega your truck. These all happened. So, it, just for whatever reason, right? He's oh just, he's, my he's God. He's this unbelievable... He's a fucking demon of a man. So, I we're at the party. We're at the bar. I, I am housed. Uh, Castle comes up to me. Wait, I'm sorry. That just hit. What? Jump from one moving truck to another? They're both going the same direction. Like, no, I mean like a fucking Mission Impossible yeah. stunt? The hell? I, 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 I'm sorry, like I, good, I, I didn't mean... I, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Obsessed. What do you mean it's... <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh no. my god. I'm sorry, thank you. I Go also ahead. jumped off of a bridge. Uh, we, did, we did a lot of Who shit. Who told you? He fucking did. <laughs> I built a water slide in this asshole's backyard because he's like, you think we can do this? And I was like, yeah, I got a bunch of wood. So <laughs> we built a water well, slide. Well, Tom, if your friend told you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? Yeah, man. <laughs> Already did. Already did. Outside of the Got thorn, to. Outside of the thorns that I landed in, it was totally fine. Uh, not great. So anyways, uh, the, this, this bar in particular had the shots that night in the like, special or whatever, and they, uh, they looked like test tubes. Mm-hmm. So like that, like the tray or whatever. So... I don't know where Castle got it because he doesn't drink, but he comes up to me and he's got this empty test tube from one of these shots. And it, th- the speed of this, you guys, I have at least a beer, maybe even more in my hands. Because, like, this was also during that era where there was a, a flood of Dreamway fans that would go to shows and, like, buy shit for the, yeah. for the boys. They found out that I got fucked up very easily off of Jaeger bombs. So these fans would just, yo, you want a Jaeger bomb? And I couldn't say no. Because it was free, free and I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like three. Now that, hey, that's progress. Yeah, that, more now, but yeah, that's progress, Tom. Just admitting. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I, I'm <laughs> gone. Up. So Castle comes up to me, basically taps me on the shoulder. I turn around. He's got this empty test tube thing, and he just goes, "Yo, you should go piss in this and get Casey to take it as a shot." All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. So the only part of this story that, in hindsight, I'm like, I don't understand how I did this. I went into this bar's bathroom, and I managed to balance this test tube up against the wall on top of the urinal and piss into it without getting piss everywhere or knocking it down. Like, did not make a mess of this at all. That's more impressive than the Than rib. anything. That's more impressive than anything I have ever done. And I couldn't duplicate it here now if I were sober. If you I, stop right there, that's a great story at parties. Hit stop. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, so I, I keep in mind, guys, this ain't cool. I'm not defending this, but I, you know, whatever. I come out of the fucking bar and... It's again. It's that thing where it's like we're communicating across the room via like facials or whatever. Come out of the bar, lock eyes with the castle, hold up this vial of piss, and just go mm-hmm, like just this big <laughs> stupid grin. He, I think he thought I wasn't gonna do it because his eyes just go whoa, like wide, like that anime character thing where their pupils are real big, yeah. and his jaw gets kind of like open, just. Like, 
oh no or whatever. I go up to Casey who is I don't know what. I'm like, yo man, congrats on getting on the card next month. Have a shot on me. Casey without a, a, a moment's notice to even realize that the tube is warm just <laughs> grabs it and goes, thanks buddy. Wham! Oh. Down the hatch. <laughs> I do a full 180 I see Castle, who has watched this whole thing. He is up against the wall like a, the the a Korean, the, like the the ghost in a Korean horror movie. That's a young girl with long black hair. He's just like, Ugh! or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit! Well, that fucking happened. So at this point, I see Jay. Jay is also very drunk. I'm gonna try to describe this for the people listening as best that I can, but I'm gonna reenact it for the people in the room. I go power walking up to him. He has a bottle of beer. And he's holding it, and I just go, Jay, what's the most evil thing I have ever done? As I say this, he has started to sip, like, he's got the beer bottle up now, so he's drinking it. And he just looks at me, like, side-eyed while drinking from the beer, as if to say, I don't know, Tom, what? And I go, Casey just did a shot that was entirely my piss. And he just goes, sets the beer down, eyes wide as dinner plates, doesn't say one word to me or anyone turns and walks out the bar. He did not come back. I did not see him again until the next show the next month. I didn't talk to him for days. Oh my he was God. just gone. I've never seen someone commit that hard to, to I, a reaction. So I'm like, holy shit, well, whatever. So I, I, you know, hanging out, you know, that happened or whatever. At one point I sit down. I'm just sitting down and playing on my phone. I'm having a beer. Casey comes over, pulls a chair up, and just sits down directly across from me and just looks at me and just glares. He's like three feet away. The music's very loud at this point. And he just goes, hey! Hey! I'm like, huh? And he goes, that girl said you peed in my shot. And I go, what? Somebody said you peed in my shot. And I just go, Casey, what are you talking about? I'm going to get my dick out on the dance floor in front of everybody? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) He gets up and he leaves. Gaslighting him on top of it. Yeah. He gets the fuck up and leaves. I'm like, holy shit. A little while later, I sit down in a different part of the bar. Casey comes up to me. Hey! Hey! What now, Moondog? He goes, you pissed in my shot. They told me you didn't. I was like, oh, you're just going to believe what anybody tells you or whatever. And he just goes, I want you to know this. Your piss tastes like nothing. Water! (laughs) Which... Is that I, supposed to be an insult? I don't know! <laughs> I didn't understand it then. I don't understand it now. Him's just screaming water. Water! And by the way, real quick, very quick, I just want to add this on here. I'm not defending these actions. No, you're Fair. a complete bastard. Complete bastard. And ultimately, karma will get me. You in this story admitted that this was evil. Uh-huh. So, you know. I know. But, so, let's see a couple follow-ups on this, and then we'll wrap this shit up. Uh, Evidently, on the way back to Davenport, Casey said he was going to plot my murder. So, if I ever just disappear, you know who to talk to. I'm hoping this goes on the internet soon. Um, Let's see, what else? Uh, Months and months later, uh, Darren Corbin and Eric Cannon were staying at our place in Davenport. And somebody's like, oh, hey, Casey's coming over to do whatever. I don't know. And Corbin was like, (gasps) and just looking at me, and I was like, what? And he goes, Casey's coming over. And I go, yeah, and? He goes, is this going to be a thing? I go, what are you talking about? He just goes, 
you made him drink your piss, Tom. He's coming here. Is there not going to be a confrontation? I go, yeah, probably not. Also, I didn't make them do anything, but, you know, that's your version of the story. And he was, he was thunderstruck that it was just like, yeah, what's up? Which I'm also going to say is probably the best compliment I can give to Casey because I wouldn't have got over that. But then again, I also had been like, why is this shot warm, Tom? So... <laughs> it hold this a while? <laughs> Holy this... Have you been holding this tube in both of your hands for an extended time? Uh, Goes down easier at room temperature. <laughs> yes, we all like hot apple pucker. <laughs> that that, high, that when, is the ultimate Casey story. When, when I was in high school, I loved apple pucker. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> apple pucker is basically a sour apple flavored liquor. Mm. And most people will use it like ingredients of other things. I used to drink a fucking bottle of that shit when I was like 15. <laughs> get Yeesh. Yeah, get drunk off of apple pucker, driving a three-wheeler on the road at night, and just slamming the bottles into stop signs and shit. <laughs> I... Yeah. Oof. What's the statute of limitations on a DWI? <laughs> Bro, three-wheelers were banned by the federal government in the 80s. Come at me. Like, <laughs> They don't. Yeah, they they were. They're not allowed to make them anymore. They haven't been really? allowed to make them since like eighty seven, eighty eight. I thought they just fell out of style. No, there there was a lot of lawsuits against uh, the manufacturers from people getting injured and or dying. Oh, well, I imagine. So yeah, the, if you jerk the single wheel too much, oh, they're much, wildly gonna, unsafe. Oh, um, I, I crashed so much. I uh, threw myself off a four wheeler once. It was not fun. fun, huh? It was fun. It was fun. No, it was like, fun I because once it happened, I was like, that was almost very bad. <laughs> Yeah. No, I had I had several three wheels when I was a kid, but like the the ones that were very fast when I was like fifteen, sixteen, did a lot of drinking on those things. <laughs> Oof. And and at the time I didn't like beer, which yeah. was more convenient because it was easier to hold a bottle of liquor. So like oh, I, yeah. and like I didn't like shit that like like Southern Comfort I could do, but yeah. I had to like not be moving. I needed to be like mixing it with Coca Cola or something. Mm-hmm. So I would get somebody to buy me a bottle of peach schnapps. Or something. Hell yeah. There you go. Be driving a three-wheeler down country roads, chugging peach schnapps, well, just waiting for the bottle to be empty so I could shatter it on a stop sign. I mean, to be fair, it's, this is... I'm sure there's no cops. There's, like, the one sheriff is, I think like, the one 30 time, miles down. I think the one time that there was police involved, we uh, broke into the fairgrounds and raced our uh, three-wheelers and four-wheelers and shit on the uh, horse racetrack. That sounds awesome. It was dope as fuck. That sounds cool as and shit. And the moment we saw this uh, car pulling, it was like, it's the bronze 5-0. Cheese it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what's our time? Now that we've talked about my crimes as a child, we're at, god damn, we're at two... 213. Oof. Um, Wow. There was a lot to cover, though. We can be fair here. And the fucked up part is, honestly, we only covered, like, a fraction of things. Oh, yeah. Everyone has their own Casey story. I I didn't cover, like, the first time I ever met him. You didn't cover him not knowing when he started wrestling. Nope. I didn't didn't cover the match I had. We could do a part two. We We, literally could. We could, and we may... It would be a further It's going to be a long... Th- this this is like your Marvel Phase 4 shit. But yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to get back to it. Yeah. Also, we got to give him time to give us some fresh material. That's true. That's true. We didn't get into the, the medium in uh, Tampa. God. <laughs> well, we got into that on the Tales from Tampa. Tales from Tampa was, was Tales of Casey Light. 
<laughs> a little bit, yeah. Prologue? Yeah. <laughs> it was the setup. <laughs> this is the spinoff that's more successful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Frasier to its cheers. Um. Anyways, I think this is the part where we plug stuff and then we get out of here. Yeah, um, Zawa Live, RCCW, Magnum, Anafight, Underground, all of those places on correct. All of those social medias are completely original name at WowEd Podcast. That is correct. Um, um, let's not plug CZW's training school. Uh, let's or go the, ahead and do that. Yeah, yes. I would not. God, I, I want to thank you for bringing this back up, but I wanted to get back to this. This is. Imagine giving DJ Hyde money for anything. Yeah, for at going to a show, even like Tournament of Death <laughs> or anything. I've got, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a good one here. Uh, yeah, I uh, went out to the East Coast to go to some wrestling shows, and I saw DJ Hyde at a Hardee's. And after he gave me my burger, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's good. That's good." Um, Although, oh God, CCW sucks because like DJ Hyde sucks. But like, and then I think back to like Zandig, but he's like a MAGA guy now, and that's super embarrassing. Really? Yeah. Him? I there, can there's see a it. there's a decently famous picture of him like. Trump 2020 sweatshirt, MAGA Oh, hat, I have seen that. The, 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 he's on a the Trump flag. Porch of he's a, like of a camper. Or he's something. like outside his fucking trailer or something. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> uh, Jesus, uh, make sure that you tackle drop down feed for the bullock bomb. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, you can't help but feed for the bullock bomb. Uh, follow Connor on Twitter, Hopper2017 at Hopper2017. Oh, you just you. What do you plug, plug random plug? people? You gotta, no, we we, yeah. we plug Connor. We plug Connor. I know you don't listen to our show. I don't, I don't, not this, this is one. the part where you promote yourself. Oh crap! I've never done this before. Oh great! Um, what do you mean? <laughs> All right, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dak Russellford. There you go. Um, oh, you see, that's we've it. done it. I had a podcast, but that's been dead. For like six months now. A rare reverse plug, but okay. Um, <laughs> I'd plug it, but um, it's not. I got, I got nothing. Uh, I got nothing else. This won't... This Actually, this will drop in time. Uh, I'm running a Zawa show at my job this Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. I lose the grottos in Peru. It's uh, become a very stressful experience for me and a, a, a hellscape from which I'm anxious to escape from. But it's okay, because at 3 p.m. we'll be all set. That is correct. It starts at 3 at Legrado's. Be there. It's a matinee. I cannot wait to end this nightmare of an endeavor. But yes. Um. Uh, that should be all for us. For uh, uh, We do have some upcoming fun episodes, though. Yes, we do. Which maybe we don't... We let's do. Not announce. I was going to not announce that. Yeah, let's not. Let's not. Well, let's just say we have fun topics and fun guests. Oh. oh. Well, we will, in fact, return to the format. Yeah, that's true. Uh, also, we should probably uh, throw this out here, too. The only reason that this was chosen as the topic for tonight was... Let's open the oh, curtain. Oh, hey. Uh, lapse in schedule. We haven't watched shit. What are we going to do? For, what are we <laughs> even doing for the episode this week? Because we did not have one set to come out this Thursday. We did not. I'm Meaning to now. But we wanted to uphold our pledge to you, the people, to give you this show every week in a timely fashion. Yes. Timely meaning some point on Thursday. Yes. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> and I commend you for it. It's Putting a podcast out on time is harder than it looks. Eventually, I wanted like somehow like binge watch a shit ton of wrestling, and we just record for like an entire day on like a oh. random off Saturday, 
and just have a bunch in the hopper. But then the problem is that, like, by the time they come out, we're referencing shit that's, like, already long forgotten. Yeah, that's right. I like, like our I like I just watched this fresh schedule. new episode of television this week, and people are like, that was eight fucking weeks ago. What's wrong with this man? <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I watched, um... Survivor Series, the end of Undertaker's thing. That was last week. Yeah. The end of... Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I think we're ready to uh, sign off here. Yes, we are. I think we've tried to sign off before. I'm out. I think this is the part where I painstakingly move the cursor slowly over to the square so that I can... I'm actually going to put my hand over oh, this the is... monitor this time oh, this... and make oh, you go I... by oh. feel a little bit. No, wait. I'm moving my hand. I'm moving my hand. What? It's like a video game. What are we even oh, no, 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 no. It's a little too soon. What are we even doing? Yeah.